Hey, when does the show start? Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> and Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, here it is Thursday, the 9th day of uh, November. Ugh. 2023, thanks for being here. Good morning, my name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me. And there's Nelson. Good morning. And there's Kyle on the other side of the glass. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Use that to get in on the text machine. Uh, our social media, if at any time you'd like to communicate that way, that's cool. Like, share, follow, at listen to the BS on the old YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. You can get our podcast on the Odyssey app or our website, thebaileyshow.com, or anywhere you get your podcast. But we do a uh, video version each and every well week for the Uncensored podcast, which one was released yesterday and with our friend Manny Aurora from the Aurora Law Firm. And uh, I know it kind of might sound like, if you're not familiar with Manny, like, ugh, lawyer. He's actually really good. He's an old friend of mine, and you've probably seen him on television uh, doing a lot of big cases, but uh, he's a good dude and a uh, very, very popular guest in, in years past with uh, Manny. Mad Dog Manny Aurora. All right. Uh, Green Day tickets close to 8 o'clock. We'll do a round of nothing personal. So Green Day, uh, courtesy of Live Nation, will be at uh, Oracle Park with the Pumpkins, Rancid, and Linda Lindas in September of next year. Uh, more money to go your way, $500 to be exact, numerous opportunities Throughout the day here on 98 Rock, it's the big fat bribe, but you need to know what song needs to uh, you need to hear. We'll play. Uh, we'll tell you what that is here when we get back in just a little bit, and then all the details on how you do it. So uh, last night was uh, the celebration of I, in 13 years I've been with my wife. I didn't even realize that. So we kind of celebrate. I think all not like like since we met, you know. Not since you got married. Yeah. So it was okay. like so. Yeah, it gets kind of. It's kind of yeah, it gets kind of blurry after a certain point, <laughs> you know. Where, but you got to appreciate the anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can't just discount it because it's been so long. If anything, you should celebrate it even more that you're able to stay with the same person for that long right. period of time, right? You know, I mean, I think the longest I'd ever had a relationship with anyone before uh, Rach was, I think, six years was my topper. I think two has been mine. Two. That's it. You know, is that numerous twos or just one two? Maybe like two or three of them. Okay, so that that's this is interesting. Like if you look at, because I used to do this, because mm-hmm. I'm actually, you know, there would be pockets where Big Daddy Bang Bang would have to go, you know, go out hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I always came back to being a relationship guy. I I'm like not a relationship girl. You so you're a floozy. I'm not a floozy. I just don't do well in long term relationships for whatever reason. So you're never gonna get married. I don't know. Maybe one day somebody will be able to put up with me. What's I don't in, know. What's interesting about you 
is the man you're after does not jive with the woman you are. I didn't know who he was talking about. I was like, the man I'm after. How do you what? say that? Because you keep saying you want someone that will match your energy. I do. But you are such an alpha female. Beyond alpha female. <laughs> Two alphas do not work well together. Ugh. Um, yes. Very rarely. Hold on. Yes and no. Because Rach is a Rach is an alpha female She's a smart alpha female. Like, we play off of each other really, really well. Like, I got lucky, you know, because we barely, rarely argue. You know, we just don't, I mean, I mean, you're going to have your issues throughout relationships, of course, but it, it's not the norm. Like, I see some of my people that I know that are in relationships, and they have that mentality. It's like, oh, man, I don't want to go home. The old ball and chains there. You know, and they, like, they want to avoid their wife. People think it's odd that... I spend all my time with my wife. I think even Nikki, to an extent, is like, you guys spend too much time together. It's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, I think that. She thinks that. And that's fine. You can think that. But we, en- it's not forced. We enjoy our company. I think everybody needs something outside of their spouse, the person they live with, the significant other. Everybody needs to do something outside of that. I don't want to sit around and be with the man that I live with, married to. I don't want to do everything with you. Yeah, well, but see, and you're right. You can have the space, but it doesn't have to be like black and white. It doesn't have to be like, okay, you know, Thursday's ladies' night, and I need to get away from you. I've been with you all. (laughs) See, when you start when you start thinking like that, that's that's when you can't be in a relationship. It just for let it flow, let it just happen. You know, I mean, I'll go do you know whether it's go play tennis or go to the gym or something like that. Um, I, I, I'm at, I, you know, if I wanted to do a boys night, Rach doesn't care. I don't want to like, mm-hmm. it, like things that I like to do, or I'd like to do with the fellas. You know, there's been a couple times since, you know, we've moved to Sacramento that I've gone and played poker at somebody's house or something like that. And it's fine, but it's just, I don't know. It's just not fun. Like if I'm going to gamble, I like to go with my wife. That's one of the things we like to do together. Mm-hmm. But even when we go to the casino, we don't gamble together. Like, she goes and does her thing on the slot machines. Yeah, but she comes back and sits with you at the table. Yeah, but over the years, it's become farther and farther. Like, the, like, 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 like I'll text her and be like, are you okay? You know, back in the day, she would she would just kind of sit there and hang out and watch. And then I'd mm-hmm. get up and she'd play my hands and stuff like that. Now it's, I'll see you at the end of the night, you know, <laughs> which is fine. See you. Which is fine, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I, d- don't get roped into it has to be that way. Because you could find a dude that turns out, like, Rachel's my best friend. So, you, you know, I hang out with her. Like, we enjoy each other's company. We make each other laugh. We tell jokes. I don't have to walk on eggshells. There's nothing that I could say that she's not already going to know or shouldn't know. You know, there's no secrets. There's none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people in relationships think that there, there has to be, like, keep that one from the wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And that's kind of an old school mentality. It is. You can't have secrets in a marriage. I do agree with that. Or a relationship. Like, you have to be honest. You have to tell the truth. I do agree with that 100%. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with being with that person. And then I when think my problem is I'm a little bit too truthful sometimes, and people don't like it. Mm. Well, you got a lot of problems, but a lot oh, of problems. Yeah. Wow! Dang, yeah. I thought I had one or two. No, 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 no. You. It, the reason why you're not married and haven't found the guy, it's your fault. It's not their fault. <laughs> why is it my fault? Well, it, just because you're you have this mindset of the way it should be, which clouds your vision of the way it could be. 
Oh, oh, oh. No, I think I just. Allow that. Wow, that was really like uh, not prophetic, but like. Oh, just give me anything. I just give, <laughs> that was very impressive. That's why I profound. Got, profound is the word I'm looking for. There, I'll take profit. I'll take double profound. down. Profound. Professional. Look at that. I'll take uh, professionals. Not profound is what I was looking for. Anything pro. I'm pro, good. Very pro. Yeah. That's very pro. <laughs> give me pro life. Give me uh-huh. pro anything. <laughs> this conversation. I don't even know how I got to be about. Well, me. I was going to talk to our anniversary. It was, dinner. and it was a good time. But back to you. Uh huh. See, that's how much of a giver I am. I'd rather talk about other people than myself. <laughs> I'm gonna find a husband, don't you? So worry. you should, you should. Well, see, that's the thing. You're not finding a husband. You're not. You shouldn't be finding a husband. You should be looking for a husband. No, finding, looking is all the same thing. No, it's that's what I'm saying. You, neither one of those you should be doing. No, he's just gonna come to me. He's gonna happen. I agree. That's yeah. yeah that that's that. You 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 need to say I'm the inviting. Is you're gonna give him an attitude before you even like realize it's him. Will I? Yes, yes. It's possible. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like you want to you, you want to know where Trump went wrong? Uh-huh. He didn't hire Nikki D to build his wall. Oh yeah, because she oh her her wall. There was so much we'd save. Her her wall is so high and so thick. Mm-hmm. You try to get an illegal immigrant over that? No, nope. <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. I don't think my yeah. wall is high and thick. I oh, think it is. I am open. I just can recognize things pretty quickly, You've, and I just don't waste time. Think you can recognize? No, them. I can recognize them. Uh, I can see it. Yeah, you know, well, mile away. I'm just saying, you know, you should, you should call a call a friend or something every once in a while, and when you find a, a dude, mm-hmm. you know, and stop dating the guys that just get out of jail. You know, love after lockup. <laughs> oh, you know, I stopped doing that long ago. Okay? And start again, I guess. Nothing wrong I with. Don't the, want to start again. Nothing wrong with a little rehabilitation, but you, uh-huh. like every other woman, <laughs> has this. This is in your all's DNA, and that's the wounded bird syndrome. Wounded, wounded birth there. Every woman wants to fix a guy, right? And it's up to the guy to, you know, like with Rach, you know, there's she she thinks that she does these all these fixes and all this stuff with me. And, you know, the, the game that you play is like, yeah, you're doing so good. You know, but, <laughs> like, you still go about being you. You know, then it gets to a point where she becomes an enabler and all these things that should be fixed on Jason. Uh-huh. She's like, no, let's just run with it. <laughs> 13 years, Do I'm it. tired. Do it. Do it. <laughs> anyway, good anniversary. Went to Land Ocean at Galleria. Nice. Got a little back rub. Gave each other prizes. Mm-hmm. I got. I gave her a ring. Did all y'all get massages? No, just me. They, they don't usually normally do that stuff. Just me. Okay. Well, it was your anniversary too, so you deserve it. Well, I offered. You know, yeah. she, she wasn't. She was with bees, and they walked around the mall. Okay. Um, oh, you had mall massages. Yes, yeah, because yeah. that's where they went oh, to the restaurant. I thought remember? like he meant like cute little. Yeah, no. Gave each other massages. Middle of the mall. No, no. no. He said no, 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 no. To no. my Asian man, I like him. <laughs> Twenty minutes in and out. It was good. I actually fell asleep because I was so tired. Jeez. Had a nice dinner. Little. uh Steak and a uh, little surf and turf, steak mm-hmm. and lobster. I like that place. I want to go there. Yeah, it was I good. Go back. Took uh, you know with our daughter again. You know, took our daughter with our anniversary because mm-hmm. you know yeah. we're a family. We like to do that stuff. So uh, she got the ring that she told me she liked. What was that jewelry store in the mall? They saw this Hawaiian. It's yes, the, I remember oh, that when you were looking it. for something for uh, Ariel's graduation. Yeah, they had good stuff in there. So found her that, got mm-hmm. her that. She was very happy. She got me some socks with cheeseburgers on them. And a couple pairs of sweatpants and some new sneakers. Is that what you were holding? Yeah, how many more sneakers like do you need? Yoga pants. Yeah, I, I don't know. She says my butt's gonna look nice in them. Oh, I can't wait to see it because I was like, That's is awesome. he holding up her pants or are them for him? That's wow. my line, hmm. by the way. What? 
telling you, I can't wait to see your buttons. <laughs> well, I was kind of weird that she said it. Yeah. You know, after because I... they look like yoga pants, and I'm like, Bailey's gonna wear these pants. How do you know I'm not into yoga? I've never seen you in a pair of yoga pants since I've known you. So if you got into yoga recently, great. I just want to see it. Well, I see, uh, like, the, the trend now is those really tight spandexy pants that go up in your butt crate. I'm going to yep. get in on that trend. Okay. Well, yeah. just put them on and wear them here. And just, you know, the, the tighter they are, the flatter my butt hair will be on my oh, cheeks. Oh, my God, oh. Kevin. It'll okay. just be like... Uh, you don't have any butt hair. Lily pads. There's well, not yes, a chance. Does. Look at his leg. There is not a chance. There's a chance. He's hairless. There's from a chance. There's <laughs> a chance. Nelson, there's always a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> I know my truth. I know my truth. I do know my truth. All right. Natty Rock's Big Fat Bribe continues. Uh, numerous opportunities today to win $500. Definitely, without a doubt, 100%. With us, the BS before 10 a.m. You need to know what song... You need to listen for, so we'll tell you what song it is here when we get back. Hang on. You missed it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Show me the money. All right. See? It's 98 Rocks. Big Fat Drive. I can tell you why you missed it, Nikki. Because he lost his pen. That. Why a, l- a little frazzled this morning. Why, Nelson? Why am I frazzled? Don't have a schedule. I'm telling you. I don't have a schedule. schedule for what? It gets in a little bit later every morning oh, and doesn't have a schedule. you got to be regimented. <laughs> I have been laughed at my entire life for being so regimented. Bailey, you got too much scheduling going on. You're too tight. But you know what? I don't miss the sounder. You don't miss no, the sounder. Never. I mean, you don't have to push it either, though. That's why I've never missed it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. 90 Rock's Big Fat Bribe continues. That means $500. 500 Duckies. In your pocket, and you just have to be listening for Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker. Well, that's a positive. Nikki D knows the song. Yep. <laughs> if I know the song, it is a positive. That means when you hear it, it's going to automatically register like, oh, got a call. And that's why we play the gimmick. Yeah. You know. So when you hear it, be caller 18 to 916-909-0985. Not now, of course, but uh, your first opportunity to win the $500, be caller 18 to that number, uh, will be before 10 a.m. All right, so just continue to listen. And then throughout the day, here on 98 Rock, more opportunities for, for you to win. So best of luck to you. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best. So my daughter the other day was uh, at the little kitchen counter at the house, and she's going through a little TikTok feed, and she turns, and her mother and I are in the room, and she goes, did you know the Zodiac signs have changed? Mm-hmm. And did you know this? I did not know until I saw it and read the story in the article. I had no idea. I had no idea. This was, I, I don't believe, usually I pride myself on keeping up with current <laughs> events and things. But This I had, is a current event? We, yeah. Think about it. How many, uh, I'm a Gemini, but according to now, mm-hmm. I'm a Taurus. Do you know how many people have gotten their Zodiac signs tattooed on their bodies? Yes, a lot of people have done that. I, now, they've been talking about changing them, but there's nothing been solid like what it is now. Who is in charge of this? And how do they just rug pull us and change? I mean, like, to I buy into the Zodiac signs. I do, too. Right. You're a Gemini. It says you're smart, passionate, and dynamic. That's me. Right okay. there. I can't be anything else. What? <laughs> Right? You, are. you can't just tell me I'm not that anymore. You're an air sign. It says you're positive. I am so positive. There you go. That's for Gemini. She, she choked on it. No, no, no. 
that's what it says. It says polarity positive. Yeah. You know Thank what I'm saying? He's positive. He's passionate. He's dynamic. It says a Gemini is characterized by twins, Castor and Pollux. Yeah. They're known for having two different sides. Right. That's right. And that's me. That is definitely you to a T. Yeah, right. Exactly. It helps out. So they out. can't change you to, what, a Taurus? Helps out with the business. You know, you come in for four hours, you get therapy on the radio, you do your job. <laughs> You kind of be uh, somebody else for the most part, mm-hmm. a little bit more embellished, storyteller, blah, blah, blah. I go home and I just shut up and me I don't too. say a word, you know. <laughs> uh, so that's me. But now I'm a Taurus. And guess what it says? The Taurus is negative. Right. See? Not me. Not positive. It says negative. But it does say a Taurus is smart, ambitious, and trustworthy. So that's not bad. A bad say that again. Uh, so I'm. So it's the only difference is negative to positive. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. you will be negative, not positive, but you would be smart, ambitious, and trustworthy. Maybe it represents my mood at the time. Maybe okay. they'll change zodiac. You're fluctuating. <laughs> I'm a fluctuating zodiac sign. God. So and then they add two new ones. How very Gemini of you. Right, I exactly. Care, I don't care what Taurus. Yeah, that's is. my. It's not Castor and Pollock. It's Gemini and Taurus. <laughs> Those are the two signs. Those are your twins. I'm more worried about all of y'all that got. Uh, tattoos. tattoos. <laughs> you like, really are worried about this tattoo. The, dude, I'm telling you, the, for those of you that are listening right now, if I could line you know, at least 10 of you up, I would say half. If not 60% of you probably have a, something dealing with your Zodiac sign on your body somewhere in your life. Yep. Yeah, my ex-friend I made here just recently went and got her Zodiac sign tattooed right here on her wrist in red. <laughs> you're right. And now you got to tell her what? I'm sorry. Well, nothing. You're, but you're not going to tell no her one. anything? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on top of them changing the dates, and, and we can put this on our social media because I'm not going to sit here and, and, and read through them like school lunches like they used to do on the radio, but we can post them on uh, yeah. you know, social media up. at Listen oh. to the BS. They've added two new Zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, you can't just add signs. Right. That's what, like, who is in charge of this? You can't just do this. That's like somebody, that's like getting up in the morning, coming to work and going, God, the, the stop signs, you know, the uh, red, yellow, green, they used to be that. Now they're a fuchsia, indigo, and, and clear. Like, you can't just change something like that, right? So they've added two new signs, uh, one being Ophiuchus. I can't even pronounce it. Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, that is. You try it. Ophicius. You try it. You go. Ophicius. Oh, it's the you way you say it. You said the same it. thing. I don't know. It doesn't sound right. Get out of here. The whole, thi- the whole idea of it doesn't sound right. What do you, it's, you have to be able to pronounce your zodiac sign. You do. First and foremost. And it needs to sound cool. That doesn't even sound cool. Like, hi, I'm Jason Bailey. I'm 48 years old. I like long walks on the beach. and <laughs> I'm looking for a younger female uh, that matches my zodiac sign of Ophicius. And that just sounds gross. It does. Right? I'm like, you got something growing yeah. out of you. November 30th through December 17th. That's uh, that's this new thing. And the other new one is Cetus. Pretty sure I'm nailing that one. It's like fetus with a C. Mm-hmm. March 28th to, it says March 2nd. That, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Right? None of this makes any sense. Well, well that, that really doesn't make any sense. Are we sure? It has to be April 2nd. But that doesn't make sense either because it's, I think it's April 28th. This is how the article printed it. Yeah, okay. Well, whatever Cetus is, that's a new one, too. I don't know what they mean. Yeah, right. I am Jason Bailey. I'm 48 years old. I'm a Cetus. Cetus? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I don't deal with Cetuses. No, that I don't sounds match ne- well. That sounds really negative. I don't match well with Cetuses. I don't, and I don't know what the Zodiac signs are for the two new ones. 
Uh, but I'm really bothered by this. I, I really, really. <laughs> like I'm okay with mine because it pushes me backwards. So I go from an Aquarius to a Capricorn, which I'm on the borderline of Capricorn and Aquarius anyways now. So I'm okay with the change if I get pushed back to a full bone. Would you Capricorn. be okay with it if you, what were you, you're originally a Capricorn, right? I'm, a, I'm an Aquarius. Aqu- I'm sorry, an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So would you be okay with it if you got a tramp stamp of Aquarius on your lower back and then they mm-hmm. just rug pulled you? No, I would not because I still feel as though I'm, I am who I am and I'm going to be an Aquarius <laughs> slash Capricorn through and through anyways. I'm already both, so I'm you, cool with it. So for you local tattoo artists, maybe that's what we should do. Oh. Maybe we should find local tattoo artists that are willing to give a deal to either uh, or to upgrade your zodiac sign mm-hmm. tattoo now that they've already changed this, <laughs> you know. So in my case, I'm a Gemini, which would be the the two people and the the scales, right? Or, I mean, uh, Libra's couple- the scales. I thought. Oh, is that Libra? Yeah, because Libra's about balance. What's the Gemini sign? The Gemini's like the two, the two Roman numeral, isn't it? Because the twins. Okay, so if, let's just say I had that. You know, then you got to throw a Taurus in there, which is what it's like a the bull, a, a ram, ain't it? It's a bull. What'd you say, a ramen noodle? I thought it was a ram. Taurus is a bull. Oh, it's a bull. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just happy because my bitch of an ex-girlfriend, Trudy Two, has got a couple of Scorpio signs, and now she has to be wrong. And I know her little snakes listen. When's her birthday? Uh, Tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Dang, Nelson. It was the day before my anniversary. Give me her stupid birthday. And same as my cousin's birthday. Birthday's tomorrow. This was what, Trudy Two? Trudy Two, yeah. That's oh, the one I the, went on. Because you renamed, originally she was Trudy 1, but now you've assigned the OG Trudy, Trudy 1, as my ex-wife. Yeah. So uh, Trudy 2. Yeah, that's the one that broke your heart. That's the one that broke my heart. That's also the one I went on the, you like to bring it up, the Chick-fil-A date. And that's the one that I want to slap. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to slap her. Well, that's the one she the, the, thought that you were banging Nikki. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now she's banging a guy that looks like me, but 10 years younger and no facial hair. <laughs> Named Nelly. <laughs> Probably. His name's Nelly. <laughs> at a local college radio station. <laughs> DJ Nelly. <laughs> Quote the great DJ Nelly. It's getting hot in her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm very upset about this. You can follow us on social media if you'd like to see if you're. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're. I posted it up there, and I want to know what's your zodiac sign. Yeah, like what is it now? Mm-hmm. That's 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 really. I don't know why. This, usually things don't bother me all that much. This just is like bothering story, but I'm just I just mad that somebody made the decision without talking to me. <laughs> that's what I needed to ring you up first. Is I, that what it is? Yeah, I think they needed to ring everybody up. You can't just go and change something like that. You, you, it's like changing a last name. This is a big to do. People live their entire lives by their. My first wife. Uh huh. Her and her mother lived their lives. I think probably still, her mother's now since passed, sadly enough, but I think she still probably lives each and every day by Zodiac signs. Some like, people do. They pull them up and see what it says every day, like, this is what's going to happen to you today. Yeah, and they buy into it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she, you know, she's one of those types of people. There are, there are a bunch of them out there that are like, you know, I can't talk to you because you're a Capricorn and, <laughs> and I'm a Cancer and we just don't mesh. Like, mm. well, do you want to give it a shot? No. No, that's not what the greeting card said in the gift shop. Mm-hmm. It says yeah, that, that we should not talk. That's somebody that's in deep. I do believe in the Zodiac signs to a degree, but I won't not date somebody because of their Zodiac signs. There's a lot of, I think, more women that will only date certain men mm-hmm. because of their Zodiac sign. That's true. Like, I think majority of Pisces males are crybabies, mm. with the exception of my father. Say, look, you've already stereotyped based off the Zodiac sign. I have. So now but you got your dad's not a Pisces. So, so you've been hypocritical this whole time now that they've changed it. Yep. Right? Yep. It makes us all look silly. Silly putty.
All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you which strike is finally over and what drug Americans want legalized ASAP. All right, two big stories from today. Getting you learned learn a little something what's going on in the world outside of Zodiac signs. We'll get you that here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. And a big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Check out their November promotions. First round of headlines, Nikki D. One strike down, 50 more to go. Breaking news, looks like the actor's strike is over. The L.A. Times reporting sag After has approved a tentative deal with the major studios. After 118 days, the actor's strike is finally over. And we have to say tentatively because they haven't um, done their final vote that's going to take place today. But sag After did approve the proposal from the Alliance of Motion Pictures and Television Producers. There's no word yet on the exact details, but the producer says it gives the union members, quote, the largest increase in minimum wages in the last 40 years, a brand new residual for streaming progress. So this is good for them. Yeah, bad for people like me. I was hoping that it'd stretch till the end of April. Why? Because I wanted The Rock to be at WrestleMania. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but now he can go back to work. Right. I'm sure they would rather go back to work. Uh, people would rather feed their families than see The Rock in WrestleMania. It depends who you ask. Right. I mean, it really depends on who you ask. <laughs> if you're a wrestling fan, you're nodding your head in your car right now going, yeah, Bailey's a smart cat. Yeah, he, he does make a point, you know. <laughs> no, I'm happy for them because, we remember, it's not just actors that's out of work. It's all the people that help with all the supporting roles and people that work on production, and these people need jobs. Well, you'd think that they wouldn't be so selfish and would <laughs> want the rock at WrestleMania No, I'm sure well. they could care less if he's there or not. Yeah, it's a big to-do. I mean, he's not getting any younger. Still in great shape, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, but he's got one more match, like one more strong match in him. <laughs> And as a wrestling fan, you never want to see some of your favorite wrestlers have their last match in bad form. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, this was the perfect opportunity. But he's the rock. So if he wanted to push back going to do whatever to attend WrestleMania, he could make that decision. No, he could not because the last time he tried to do this production on a movie – was bounced by months, which cost millions of dollars because mm-hmm. he tore something. So oh, there's yeah. the insurance policy that goes along with it. Mm. And Hollywood is going to get the upper hand over WWE, and they're going to say, look, dude, you can't do this film if you're going to go wrestle in a ring and possibly get injured. Does and- he have something scheduled that you know of? Well, we were all hoping, we as wrestling fans, we were hoping that there would be a storyline with – his family member, Roman Reigns, and the tribal chief, and the bloodline, and The Rock. And then The Rock's daughter is uh, is an up-and-coming WWE superstar. And, you know, that was supposed to be a big, the theory was supposed to be a big to I mean, movie-wise, is, is he working on some movie that you know of that he couldn't still do this? Well, it's The Rock. Who doesn't want him in a movie? Right. Okay. I mean, he's, he's The Rock. I love The Rock, you know. So well, why don't you write to him and let him know that you'd rather have him at WrestleMania this year? You know what? That's a fantastic idea. You're good at that. I'm going to learn. What did I say yesterday? I'm going to learn calligraphy. Calligraphy, mm-hmm. yes, so you did. I'm going to send him a nice letter. <laughs> Dear Rock, <laughs> hey, it's Jason. Mm-hmm. You remember in the early 2000s, I interviewed you for the Scorpion King. Well, now I'm in Sacramento, and I'm still a wrestling fan, and I'm a fan of you. If you 
I know that you can oh. go back to work technically because the strike is over. Mm-hmm. But I think I speak for the millions, millions. of wrestling fans <laughs> when I say continue to strike until the end of April. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'd really like to see the storyline with you and Roman Reigns and the Tribal Chief and Paul Heyman and your daughter. Bye. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Love, that. love put Jason. The, put the um, red seal thing on it. I'm sure that'll get his attention. He'll open it and read it. Yeah, do the wax seal. Yeah. Like old English. There you go. Yeah. All right. Is that so, because he's a Brahma bull? Yeah, Brahma. And then he, he's thrown off by the red? He, he, I don't know if this is true or not, mm-hmm. but his original tattoo he had was the bull, right? He was yeah. the Brahma bull. Yeah. And the reason why he got that, I, I, I think I even asked him this one time, was because that was the logo of Merrill Lynch which was his first wife, who is his manager. They still have a great relationship, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And he used that logo from Merrill Lynch for his tattoo as the Brahma Bull. Isn't that an odd story? I mean, I can't make that up. Right. I mean... Well, why did you say it, Nelson? Like, you quiet after he said that. Well, I'm just trying to think. I'm imagining the Merrill Lynch Bull in my head versus The Rock's bull tattoo. Yeah, look, I think you yeah, let's find something on the interweb. All right, second story, go. Majority of Americans are saying puff, puff, pass, H2. Nationwide, polls are showing support for pot is at an all-time high. This election cycle, 57% of Americans are in favor of legalization. And according to a Gallup poll published uh, Wednesday, that number has gone up to 70% of Americans want marijuana marijuana legalized. So the support each year is steadily going up and up and up. And we have a new state that recently, uh, as of Tuesday, just voted in for marijuana to be legal. That state is Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Yep. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yet yesterday didn't, uh, or Tuesday didn't go as planned for, I think, a lot of people. And surprising in some states what, what they what they decided to vote on and what they didn't decide to vote on. Uh, the, the weed thing, you know, I, I have no problem with decriminalizing marijuana stuff. I just hate going outside and smelling it everywhere. You know, I mean, I, I, I'm not judging anyone. I'm not going to say I've never smoked weed. I'm not a big weed smoker <laughs> as is. But I... It, just like cigarette smoke, you know, it's like, you know, I, if you want to smoke cigarettes, that's fine. I like walking into a casino and smelling cigarette smoke, but I don't want to be out in public walking down the street and smelling it everywhere I go. And weed is so pungent mm-hmm. that, you know, even if the person, like I was behind a car yesterday coming out of my community, mm-hmm. my car smelled like weed because I was <laughs> behind that car. That was smoking. I went into a restaurant the other night and this was the first time I've experienced it since I've been here. They were smoking weed in the restaurant. So the, the ladies in front of me, they were happy. They were like, great, I can eat my food and get a contact high. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to eat my food and smell weed. And I don't want my kid to be <laughs> right. eating right. and getting a contact high either. So I'm wondering if there's going to be rules eventually put into place, like saying, okay, you know, it's it's legal on a state level, not on a federal level, but on a state level, but you got to smoke outside or in the back or something like that. Well, you like should that. have to smoke outside already anyway. Well, that's what people here have been telling me, that it's not legal to smoke just wherever you want, but no. people still are doing it, is no. what I'm saying. Who do you think voted uh, for, like, in Ohio, younger people or older people? Probably mm. older people, believe it or not. Yeah, be- just because the, the people that were doing it as members of the counterculture are starting to get up in age. And those people, you're talking about boomers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those people are finding out with any medical conditions all the medicinal purposes that it provides. Just in cancer alone, just it'll bring back your appetite. People who have gone through chemo can attest to this. You uh, you can't eat. 
And let's be honest, the boomer generation is a bunch of liars. Mm-hmm. You know, they them raising us, the Gen Xers, me, they lied to us. They didn't tell us about weed, orgies, banging, no, they parties, did the, concerts. They didn't tell us about any of that all stuff. All the cool stuff. They had the do as I say, not as I do mentality. Right. They lived, they they, they put on this facade of mm-hmm. this leave it to beaver type of world that they lived right. in. Mm-hmm. And you never find out until you're in your 30s that, you know. They was wild. Meanwhile, they were having key parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like most, But most of us Gen Xers were probably conceived in a bathroom. Yeah. You know, but in their world, it was this beautiful romantic evening, and I'm just going to stop there. And we were courting. <laughs> I was being courted. Courted, right. Yeah, I was courted. Yeah. <laughs> liars. You're a bunch of liars. All right. A very, very famous go-to. It might, look, you might disagree with me on this, but uh, every holiday season, most families, my family, we have our go-tos. You know, and there's only a couple that we have to watch. It's mm-hmm. really becomes tradition. Very few days out of the year there's a tradition to watch a certain movie. Uh, during the holidays, you probably, like our family, have that tradition of watching a specific holiday Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Well, this one, and it's tough to have a movie semi-recently made that turns into a timeless classic. Yes. This one did that, and believe it or not, it already turns 20 this month. Tell you what movie that is here in a minute. Hang on. Appreciate you being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. It's the BS. There's Nikki D. Got new hair today. I do. You're a blonde. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Thank you. Looking good. Mm-hmm. You've seen this a lot of times. I just never know, Nelson, to compliment her when she's wearing a new wig or not. I don't know if that's, like, the right thing to do. Like, if you got a haircut, mm-hmm. like a real haircut with your real hair, mm-hmm. of course, if a woman does that, you must compliment them. You got to even watch how you say that. Why's that? Because depending on what day you catch a black woman on, she'll tell you that that is real hair. It is her hair. Oh. No, I say that it's a wig. I changed yeah, it out today because I'm getting my hair done mm-hmm. Friday. So, you know, my other wig was starting to look a mess. It was Listen, looking like a little rat we've rug gone, on my head. We've gone through this. We yeah. went through years. Nikki and I have known each other for a very, very long time. <laughs> and for years, I thought she just had new hair. Like, her, she did her hair differently. Mm-hmm. I thought she got up real early in the morning. I, <laughs> I really did. I don't doubt yeah. that. I mean, drink for being stupid, right? I mean, that's how dumb I was. And then she corrected me and laughed at me. Like, I was supposed to know that she was wearing wigs. I'm just helping him no, out in case he runs into someone who's not as understanding as you. Because I have made that mistake and asked both of those questions. Is that real hair? Is that your hair? It's real hair. It's my hair. Don't worry about it. Yeah, well. So, I, you know, as a kid, I made that mistake with my mother. I remember we were sitting down at a fancy dinner, and uh, whoever we were with, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't know them. They were like other adults, and they had complimented her nails. And my mother that day said something about being fake nails. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, well, they're fake. And she slapped oh, Boom. No. <laughs> I was like, okay, lesson learned. Don't do that, I guess. I, I, no, 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 no. Is that a thing? Definitely back in that day. Right. Uh, Kyle is in the other room. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Uh, it's very difficult to do something new that becomes timeless. You know, whether it's a song, definitely a movie. Uh, you obviously don't know when you make it, but you give it, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years and if it sticks around, it becomes timeless. But usually, timeless things are always things from the past. Does that make any sense? Yes. yes. Yeah, right. Now, if it's old, it's always going to be timeless. And if it's old and good, it's even more timeless. It's even <laughs> better. Right. So this month, uh, we celebrate 20 years, uh, the 20th anniversary of the movie Elf with Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, in my opinion, timeless 
Christmas movie. Yeah, I feel like I don't watch it enough. I, you know what? I it was it's been, it's on all the time. Like you can watch it streaming all the time, and my wife will watch it at any time. But I have a thing with Christmas movies where I only I only watch them during Christmas. Really? Yeah, like Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese uh, Witherspoon. I love uh-huh. that movie. Very very funny movie. I'll only watch it during Christmas. Mm. Uh, Elf is the same thing. Elf is one I, I love Elf, and I just happened to run into on Netflix. There's this. It's the same company that does. Uh, they they do these. I don't know what they're called. Doc. I guess docu. Whatever they're called. They have the different episodes of like the music that made us, the toys that made us. Oh yes. And they that's have a great series. Yeah, and they have one that's called The Movies That Make Us. And uh, I was trying to find something to watch the other day at the gym that, you know, my wife wouldn't be mad that we weren't watching together. So I started watching it. And it was like Alien and Robocop. And, and then it feeds into Elf. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big useless fact person. I like to know stuff. I like to educate myself, feed my brain. The making of any movie, but that movie in particular, because most of us, I think, like it. I love it was really interesting. I mean, the way that it came about, the guy that wrote it was a nobody. He just had this idea based off of really his childhood growing up in that stop-motion reindeer, uh-huh. Rudolph the Red-Nosed mm-hmm. Reindeer, the Abominable Snowman that, you know, we all most of us if you're in your 40s you grew up with that stuff and he wanted to make a movie and intertwine that with it, but he wanted to make it a a wholesome movie. So then he goes to LA and he doesn't know a soul, runs into a guy, he needs a manager that's also a producer. This guy's a nobody, too. <laughs> and his partner is a nobody, too. And so now you got a bunch of nobodies working together. To be somebody. To be somebody. <laughs> I mean, this is taking years and years and years. And they pitch it to a uh, a company, a movie company. They give them what I believe is called a, a, an option contract, where if they, yeah. they can't find their lead or something in a year, then they just move on. Well, I think the company, I read that the Jim Carrey was the original pick for the 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 main the, for Elf. I hadn't heard that. I thought in this one in the show I was watching it was Chris Farley actually. Both of those would not be a good fit, I don't think. But these guys, these nobodies, they wanted Will Ferrell. They were huge Will Ferrell fans. Now Will Ferrell was a. Uh, not a nobody, but he wasn't Will Ferrell at the time. Right, his name wasn't as big as it is now. He was just a very popular cast member. Because he hadn't done movies at this point yet. The only movie he had done was Night at the Roxbury. Oh, which was a flop. Which was a total and complete flop, right? And he wasn't even the lead lead in that. It was mm-hmm. co-lead. And so the, 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 the production company, the movie, they didn't want it. So then they get a deal with New Line. And even you know 20 years ago, New Line was known for, uh, well, Nightmare. That yeah, was that it was, was horror. The, that was the movie that. Well, yeah, those horror, those kind of movies. They also did, I believe, Dumb and Dumber, and that might have been where the Jim Carrey stuff came oh, in. Okay. Who knows? Uh, so they were like, "Well, we want Will Ferrell." So one of the nobodies goes, "I can get Will Ferrell." Mm-hmm. So he goes and he plays basketball <laughs> at an agent's house where the third person to Will Ferrell is playing basketball. Look at here. And then gives brings the script. They pass it on to the second person to Will Ferrell. Uh-huh. They like it. Then they pass it on to the first person to Will Ferrell, like three degrees. Get it to Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell says, I'm in. Nice. And so now they've got to find the rest. They've got to find a director. And they want it. Ron Howard, Spielberg, all these. Nobody wanted it. So uh, 
when they were having these meetings, uh-huh. the, the the movie Old School was being shot. Oh, yeah. And so Vince Vaughn got in on these conversations. And Those said, are the same time, Old School and Elf. When the, the talk of making Elf was happening, they were shooting Old School. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so Vince Vaughn got in on these conversations huh. and was like, Hey, my buddy's, you know, he, he, he's directed a movie. He's known as an actor, but he, he wants to be a director. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like, I want to, I want to introduce you to John Favreau. And of course, John Favreau has gone on to do all the Marvel stuff, the Avengers and, and all of, you know, a big deal. And he's a great actor. I love John Favreau. So John Favreau takes the gig and becomes the director. And then they've got to find other castmates. So originally for Jovi, which was Zoe Deschanel, uh-huh. they wanted Katie Holmes, and she passed that. on it. Uh, they got James Caan. He was just like, sure, I'll do it. But James Caan <laughs> was a, a rough and tough character. Yes. His movies, Godfather, all that stuff, he was rough and tough. <laughs> so they put him in there, and then they mix it all together. Which was the perfect like accent piece to that whole movie. It was having James Caan. But John Favreau wanted... Um, uh, you know the the certain people in the movie he wanted, like he specifically sought out to get those mm-hmm. people. But the idea was, we want to make it into a timeless movie, and we definitely want that stop motion part in it. So halfway through filming Elf, they almost got shut down. They almost had to redo everything because the original makers of the the stop action, the stop motion mm-hmm. stuff with Rudolph back in the day, yep. they're like, you're stealing our stuff. And they're like, no, we're inspired by it. Right, like no, you're stealing it. Literally, Elf's outfit is the all the outfits yes. are the exact same from that. Right. You're stealing it. So all this legal stuff went on, and they finally got the the green light to go ahead and move on. But when they went to go show the movie, uh, the to you know as a test run with the people at New Line, New Line had taken control of the movie, and Old School has come out. Now Will Ferrell is a star, right? And he's Frank the Tank, the star. Yep. And so they had cut out the entire ending of the movie mm-hmm. where, you know, that, that feel-good moment where Zoe Deschanel gets up and starts singing, mm-hmm. the spirit of Christmas lifts Santa's sleigh. Yeah, right. And I, get, I love it, you know? Yes. And then he flies over everybody and Will Ferrell waves, bye. <laughs> All that stuff was cut out. So it was like from w- some weird moment to the end. And nobody did anything at the end of the movie. And the producers were like, what is this? John Favreau was like, you sit on a throne of lies. Right. Like, what is this? <laughs> and so they were able to go back and, and redo it and get us the, the product that we are today. But a, a, an interesting, useless fact about the, fact about the movie, the um, so Faison, right? Fa- uh, the big Faison black guy. Faison Love. Faison Love, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Faison Love, right? Mm-hmm. He's perfect in everything he does. Yes. He's awesome. <laughs> He plays the manager of the, the Santa, store. the store, and the Santa stuff. Mm-hmm. Next time you watch the movie, look at his name tag. Have you ever looked at his name tag? What it says? No. It says Wanda. The reason being is Wanda Sykes was originally supposed to have that part, and she backed out at the last minute. So they left the oh. name tag with Wanda on it. So he said, he he said, he goes. I still want the Wanda name tag. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so phase on though. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. And you know what? That's the only person you've said of like possible cast members that have been changed that I don't think that would have had a drastic impact. Like Farley couldn't have been Elf. He would have been too Farley. Jim Jim Carrey the same way. I think they wouldn't have played the the character the way it needed to be for Buddy. But I could easily see Wanda Sykes in that movie and it still being just as funny. Well, and a lot of the stuff was one take, 
you know, that where he jumps up on the Christmas tree to, uh-huh. to hang the star. <laughs> you notice he walks out of the room, and when he walks out of the room, the stunt guy, that's a stunt guy. He comes and he does it, so it was one take. So it was kind of a very low-budgety. Right. I mean, they had, I think, $30 million to do the movie, but it was done very basic. That stop-motion stuff uh-huh. was as brilliant how it was shot back in the day, and they just used the same technology mm-hmm. where you know the, it wasn't shrunken down by computers. They would... It's all deception of the mind. Really? So Will Ferrell is on a table, and he's 10 feet from everybody else. Uh-huh. They're all normal people. Right. They're just behind him. It's the angle, that the way that it's shot. Oh, that makes sense. When they're riding uh, um, Buddy's uh, dad, uh, Bob Newhart, mm-hmm. and you know he's behind him, and he's you know they're riding on the bike, that's actually, he's standing way behind him, and they have a child behind Will Ferrell, so those are kids' hands. <laughs> And then there's the whole thing where John Favreau and Will Ferrell, that's why we'll never see an elf too, because they hate each other. Oh. There was some kind of heat between the two. They didn't go into that in the thing. But, you know, it, I, Elf is one of those movies. Polar Express is the other one for at least our family. Every Christmas, like, you know, even now, November 9th, I get excited because I know coming up, I and mean, we were getting ready to do Christmas decorating this weekend, and it's like you just get ready for this stuff. What? It's too soon. It's not too soon. It's not too soon. Grinch and Home Alone are my two I have to watch. And I found myself watching Home Alone yesterday. It was on. I watched it. Home Alone, you look at. I have to watch it. So then you get into the conversation, which I'm sure we'll have probably closer to Christmas. What is considered a Christmas movie? And it's always the, 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 the debate is always what movie? Die Die Hard. And I will die on that hill. Die Hard. So Die Hard is? A Christmas movie. I agree. So Thank what, you. What constitutes a Christmas movie? <laughs> First and foremost, it's set at Christmas time. Christmas exactly. is a prevailing theme in the movie. That's all you need. Thank you. That's all you need. Thank oh, you. Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Okay, so if that's true, Boom. what about any horror? What about Gremlins? Christmas movie. It's kind of it's a horror-ish type of movie. But it's set at Christmas time. I don't think about Gremlins as a Christmas movie, though. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, well, he, that's where he got Gizmo as a Christmas prize. Yes. He did, but now that I'm thinking about it, I just think of that as horror, not Tr- Christmas. Trading places? Like, when you think Christmas, do you think that it would be a Miracle on 34th Street, all that stuff, yeah. you know, Polar Express, trading places? You're right. That falls into it based on that criteria. Absolutely. I'll do anything to keep Die Hard in, so I'll agree to almost anything. anything. Keep Die Hard in. Yes, I'm a as Bailey would say, I am a Die Hard truther. Yes, you are. (laughs) Christmas Story, that's a go-to. There's only you got to watch that. It's the only movie that a network takes over your television and all day long. (laughs) And you know what? I still have not sat down and watched that movie all the way through. Really? Uh, You owe it to yourself. I have not. And you know Peter Billingsley, who's Ralphie, is also an elf. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did not. Peter Billingsley is part of the Vince Vaughn crew. I guess I didn't know that. Well, he's off camera. He directs a lot of his stuff. Okay. So it's Vince Vaughn, Favreau, Peter Billingsley, comedian Steve Byrne. They're all buddies. And they do they work, they do different projects together. I tried to smoke pot with Steve Byrne one time. How did it go? It did not go. Oh. He's like, nah, man, I'm out of it later. He's a friend of mine. Yeah, well. I mean, I don't know if you I smoke don't smoke pot. pot. I don't smoke pot anymore, so it doesn't matter. He's don't not know. a friend of Nelson's. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. Next time he's in town, I don't know if he'll smoke pot with you, but I, I could probably get him to watch you if that makes you feel better. Just like, just <laughs> watch you? Do me what? <laughs> kind of what? Kind of like weird. Sitting. All right. Uh, 98 Rocks Big Fat Bribe. Like I said, it's here. It has not happened yet. You're listening for Pat Benatar's 
heartbreaker when you hear that you're going to be caller 18 i tell you this for good reason because i love you so much make sure that you're caller 18 when you hear pat benatar's heartbreaker 916-909-0985 i got a feeling it's playing sooner than later hang on give us a minute here show me the money all right it's 98 rocks big fat Big, <laughs> big fat bride. 98 Rockets, the BS. What is your name? My name is Rob. Hey, Rob. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Excellent. What you up to this morning, sir? I'm driving to work. I'm a school teacher. I'm the school teacher that made Nelson oh. cry on the first day of school, if you remember that. I do, because I your do. voice is burned into my head. Like, I could just, like, <laughs> picked it up as soon as you said it. Wait a minute. What did I miss? What is he talking about? This is Make Nelson Cry, don't you remember? And then he told the story when I, was, I wasn't I was there for my kid's first day of school. Yes. Was I here? You were here. You made you up the bit. facilitated it. Oh, I did? You did. Oh. You had to call in and say something sad to make Nelson cry. That was a good bit, Rob. I was That was really good. I remember you. I don't remember. <laughs> oh my gosh, sure you're making you me nervous. Yeah, I know. It's I'm telling you, it's at 48, you start forgetting stuff. Dang. All right, well, here's the deal, dude. Uh you heard, I'm assuming, Pat Benatar's heartbreaker, yes? Yes, I did. Okay, and you're supposed to be caller 18. You want to take a shot in the dark what number you are? Um I'm hoping I'm 18. That doesn't sound very confident. Cause if I, cause if I am, I'm winning all those duckies. Come on! <laughs> well, actually, this is our receipt for making Nelson cry. I'm going to tell you, you're 17, so you cry the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, perfect! I'm just kidding, Win. brother man. Congratulations, five hundred dollars, sir. Oh hell yeah! Woo woo! There you whoop, go. Whoop. What are we doing with that money, Rob? Honestly, I'm going to use some of it to uh, buy food for a party for one of my classes at school. That's good. It's tough, isn't it? You got how much? How much out of the year? Well, by the way, what part of town do you live in? Uh, I live in El Dorado Hills, but I teach in Sacramento off of Greenback and 80. How much yearly out of pocket do you have to spend for your classroom? Probably two, three hundred bucks. Yeah, well, that's not as much as I thought it was, but that's still no. two, three hundred bucks on a teacher's salary. Mm. That's a lot of money. And then my man wins five hundred dollars with a big fat bribe, and he's not using that money for himself. He's using that for his kids. For the kids, gotta that's, love the kids. Yeah, I'm so glad you won, Rob. I really am. That's that's just very nice of you. That's a good educator right there, sir. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. You keep going. You guys bring it every day. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, this is this is all being recorded. That's why I'm not talking over you, so the boss can hear it. And they can play it in promos. And mm-hmm. you know, this is Rob. I just won five hundred dollars, and the Bailey show's awesome, and all that stuff. Keep going. Yeah, I'm. This is Rob. I just won. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was good That's though, Rob. Five more times if you need me to. No, nah, I'm just playing around with you. All right, brother. <laughs> hang on. We're gonna get some information. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> you were doing college, though. <laughs> Don't worry if you didn't win there. There's going to be uh, more opportunities throughout the day here on 98 Rock. So just listen up for uh, Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker and be caller 18 to 916 909 Pat Benatar, the second artist ever played when MTV launched. The, the original really? 10 songs. Most people, I think, know this, right, on that August day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, I know. Video <laughs> killed the radio was the first song. I'll radio, never what? Forget that. Video killed the radio. Yeah, killed the radio. Huh? Radio killed the video. But, but, 
whatever the song is. Isn't that it? Video kill the radio? Why would video kill the radio? And kill the radio. The radio kill the video? Come on, I thought I had the song. Video we went over it. Video killed the radio star. 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 Okay. Yeah. I know that. By the Who sings it? Yeah. The Killers. The Killers 35 years the killers. ago. Killers. I don't think Brennan was born then. No, I don't believe he was. Video killed the radio the star. The Killers. <laughs> I don't who sings it? The Buggles. Mm-hmm. The what? The Buggles. The Buggles. I, I think you're making it up. No, I'm not. He's not. Oh, that's real? Okay. Yeah. I never know what y'all. Oh, that's I that's never know what y'all. <laughs> it's tough to have a debate with you about this kind of stuff that's obvious. I think you're making it up. Like, this guy's blue. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe a thing you say. No, no, everybody knows this guy's blue. Yeah. But Pat Benatar's You Better Run was number two. But it was still Pat Benatar uh, when MTV launched 35 years ago, August 1st, 1981. I remember that. I was six years old. And we were very excited. To have that because it was very rebellious, mm-hmm. rebellious television. Because David Bowie would come on and say, "Get your MTV, demand your MTV." Right, because you that was back in the day where you would have to call your cable provider. I completely forgot about that. Call your cable provider. You weren't even born yet. And when? Eighty one. Uh, well, come on, you forgot about that. Okay, but not. But you they were even still alive. They were still running commercials in the. Oh, oh please. My God. Okay, for one, stop. You don't remember TV in the 80s where they would say, if you don't get this channel, call your cable provider and demand. No, I didn't pay bills in the 80s. I didn't pay attention to that. Well, you also didn't watch TV then. I don't think she had TV. Why are you scoffing at me? Because you didn't know the damn buggles. Yeah. Paychecks killed the video star. (laughs) (laughs) Can you, here's a a good trivia question. So most people know the buggles, video killed the radio star. I even think a lot of people knew Pat Benatar was number two. Then you go down the list. I mean, you could go. If some people, I mean, diehard like MTV people will know the top ten, but most people aren't going to know. Rod Stewart, she won't dance with me. Really? Three. Yeah. The Who, number four. You better bet. Uh, you bet. You better. You bet. PhD, Little Susie's on top. Cliff Richard, The Pretenders, Todd Rundgren. But there is an artist that in the first twenty songs that MTV played was played twice. Not the same song, but the same band. And both those songs, timeless, talking about Elf and Timeless, timeless songs that still get played often today, Hmm. and it's still a touring band that still sells out. Sells out, he says. Not stadiums, Mm -hmm. but, you know, like the venue or something like that. Okay. Metallica. No, No. because Metallica didn't come to what, 87? Not Metallica. I would say there's Eric. only one, and that's that would be another trivia question. There's only one heavy metal band that was played in the first 20 songs of MTV's launch. Well, it's got to be Sabbath, right? No, really. Iron Maiden. Oh, uh. okay. See, I didn't think Iron Maiden was that early. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, thought Iron Maiden was uh, uh, mid 80s. The 16th <laughs> song played. Can you name the band? It's got to be Aerosmith. Not Aerosmith. Really? What are you giggling about? She's making noise with her body. Oh, because she knows what the list is? No, because no, I, I just made a comment. Y'all, you you guys didn't catch it, but I just uh-huh. made myself laugh. That's all. What was, what was it? Go ahead. Say it I, just, I just joined into the conversation and, like and, I knew what y'all were talking about. Okay, and, and, just, and the band? It was funny. What would you say? I didn't say a band name. I just was like, oh, like I can't believe it. Like I knew it. <laughs> That's called situational comedy. That's a marsupial? There's a situation. In, now, now, wasn't it? <laughs> 
Wow! Wow! I don't know if that's an old dig, but that was a great dig. That's why I didn't say nothing. You guys asked me a question. I was quiet. Yeah, I'm glad you thought it was funny. I missed it, but that is called situational comedy, so why don't you sit your ass over there? Where'd you get that from? All right, you want another band? If you're not going to guess it, well, because I got sidetracked by her. Give me a clue. Uh, this band could possibly be related to my FBI alter ego. Oh, wagons, Ario Speedwagon. Oh, there Damn you it. go. Ah, wow. Oh, 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 you better give me an applause, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank let me, you. Let me give you your flowers while you're here. You get so excited, son of a you're, bitch. You're like you're like an amputee that grows a limb. You just get so excited. I was I was working my way to the word wagon. At yeah, first, I nope. had to go through Buck. Nope, I beat you. Uh, so the number nine song was Aria Speedwagon, Take It on the Run, and then at seventeen was Keep on Loving You. Two great songs. Aria Speedwagon is a fantastic band, actually. Ooh, heard it from a friend Ooh, Heard it from another You've been messing around What a great band And they were good looking And that was the uh-huh. that was the gimmick With the early videos <laughs> You know that's what killed some, some people <laughs> Oh yeah because they finally saw What they looked like Right but there was an REO Speedwagon video That was shot that they made them look horrible And it changed everything for the guys. They're like, all right, we got to do this differently. Because they made them look just so. It was like that 80s glamour shot. Uh-huh. You know, it was like, heard it from a friend. <laughs> heard it from a friend. You've been messing around. You know, it was all very dramatic instead of just being real. Right. Yeah. So, anyway. Still excited over there. I sure am. She's riding high at this point. I sure am. Dude, this girl... I, you, I don't say anything anymore. I remember the first time it was funny when the dinosaurs were growling. Not uh-huh. just on this show, but prior to this show. Because it was just odd. I mean, I have this wo- yeah woman making these weird noises. And and so I'd pay attention to it. Now I don't pay attention to it. And it's like, you know, now it would possibly be embarrassing. But, dude, you are on fire the last week or so. You are just so bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the noises that come out of your body. <laughs> And, and and I think what astounds me is that like like a guy would you know belch or something and be like yeah you know mm-hmm. or or some type of noise she just rolls with it I mean yep. it's I mean she's knitting what do you want me to do she's I can't control it making a scarf <laughs> like she and it almost she's so nonchalant about it that you almost second guess did I hear that right or did I make the noise <laughs> you know it's the old if you're you know in the woods and a tree falls that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Doesn't make a noise. If you're in a radio studio and your co-host makes a noise and you don't pay attention to it, does this, did the noise really happen? No. <laughs> no. Nope, it didn't happen at all. Nope. The answer to that question is nope. All right, second round of uh, headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how a watch saved a man's life and why cake comes with a warning label. All right, get you those two big stories from today. Thanks for being here. Give us a minute. Stand by for news. Top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. 
Let's get you a second round of headlines. Thanks so much to Good Guys. Heating and Air 530. Good Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. Apple Watches do way more than just count steps. H3. I could not talk. 911 could not understand me, but they had the GPS lock on the watch so they knew where I was. I don't think people know enough about their Apple Watch with the fall detection. You know, people that are elderly probably don't know about the fall detection. You actually have to turn it on on your iPhone. Mm. A 40-year-old Las Vegas man has type 1 diabetes, and he's crediting his Apple Watch in saving his life. He fell into an unconscious coma um, from because his blood sugar dropped too low. And because he fell, he hit his head. There is a feature on your iPhone, if you have one, it's under the SOS category in your settings where you can set up fall detection as well as put in your emergency contacts. So his phone... By itself, his Apple Watch dialed 911. The paramedics were trying to talk to him. They couldn't understand him. They pulled the GPS off his watch, and it saved his life. I just turned it on. You did? In case Do you I have fall. it on your watch? Fall detection? Because there's an actual fall detection category. So on your watch, you have to go to SOS, and then you have to hit fall detection. Mine was not on. I had to turn my fall detection on on my watch. Well, know, but do you want fall detection on? Like, you're a young, able-bodied person. But like, if I fall and hit my head and I become unconscious, then what does me being young and able-bodied mean? I just mean, you, like... Hold on, if you become one? Unconscious. Okay. What did you think I said? You said unconscious. <laughs> I said unconscious. You did say you're conscious. Because you never want to be un- <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> yeah, well... You have to agree with your fault. That usually, yeah, well, that usually happens in the Bahamas <laughs> when you get hit with a conch shell. <laughs> no, this is a good tool to have on your on your watch. So make sure yours is enabled. But is it going to automatically dial nine one one? Yes. And how sent? I'm After just saying, sixty seconds. Well, we so should, you can shut it off then. Would you? Would you demonstrate? Would you can fall? Fall, please. A no. Well, I want to see if it works. I don't want to fall and hit my head. Well, I, the I don't watch think, doesn't know if you hit your head. Yeah, I don't think the watch. I, matter of fact, you should probably just hit your so wrist. So you want to just get up right now and fall down? Yeah, just okay, fall. Okay, let's see. Yeah, just fall. Oh see gosh. what happens. All right. Fall hard, though. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. That, what? She sat down. Yeah, you can't bend your knees. That's not a fall. That's not a fall. A fall is just you fall. You got to no. fall. Like, that was the worst fall ever. Like, you're just <laughs> sitting crisscross applesauce at this point. Now. Yeah, you don't ever become a stunt woman. <laughs> That was horrible. Like she sit, like she squatted down and just tipped it. It was over. like the slowest fall you've ever seen. Just fall, fall, fall hard, fall hard, just fall. Do like a burpee. Not hold. No, don't squat. Fall. No, yeah, fall. I can't just fall. Yes, you can. You could do it. You you can do it. You can do it, Nikki D. Fall. Just fall. fall. Kiss fall. the ground. Fall. No, fall. Stop trying to catch yourself. She can't fall. She can't make, she can't just fall down. I can't hurt myself on purpose. You can't jump in the air and just fall down on the ground? No. You can't do a burpee? That's going to hurt. It already hurt what I just did. All right. Well, sorry, folks. We tried to, we tried to see if it works, but. Why don't you do it? I have a broadcast to do. Because <laughs> you know it's going to hurt. No, it's not going to hurt. Yes, I just. It is. Yeah. That was, that was. Pathetic. <laughs> That's the word I think I'm looking for. You know what I wish they would do with the Apple Watch? <laughs> is I wish they would put a lock on the little circle guy on the side. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm working out. Your wrist hits it. Yeah, my wrist hits it. And and then I'll get a Siri or I'll get a call on mm-hmm. iron one. I'll get all kinds of stuff. So I don't. I wish they would have like a lock or a case or something like that. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Or allow you to get it on the other side. Yeah. Which, you know, is not very watch-like. But at least... 
Yeah, you know, cares? when you're not doing all that stuff. All right, second. Good for that dude, by the way. And yeah. you can't fall. We learned a couple mm-hmm. things. <laughs> not all traditions are good ones. H4. It's the wedding day tradition that some brides say should come to an end, like right away. We're talking about the custom of smashing wedding cake smack into the face of the blushing bride. I've never been a fan of the whole smashing cake in face thing anyways, but a bakery is now having to put a warning label on its cake boxes to let customers know that smashing cakes in people's faces can lead to impalement. And that's because they put rods in these, especially these new cakes that they're making now. And if you try to just pick it up and smash it, it can go in somebody's eye. Oh, like a full cake. Yes. Okay, so that sounds silly and it sounds ridiculous. And one would probably think that that's never happened. But anytime you hear something silly or ridiculous, mm-hmm. new warning label. It has. It has happened. The reason why they do that, it has happened. Mm-hmm. And, and more than themselves. once. So somebody got married. Somebody smashed said cake. Oh. Somebody impaled their bride. Mm-hmm. And now they have to do this. Put a warning label on the box. All right. So, you know, like lead, not you, but. If you're going to tell us that, lead with the actual story. Tell me about the situation because that sounds goofy. Mm-hmm. And I want to meet that person. And I want to see if they <laughs> they got divorced right afterwards. Oh, yeah, right. You know. I'll sure. get on that. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the smashing. By the way, cake mm-hmm. doesn't come off easily. No. And it stays sticky. And usually you're not around to do something. Never liked it. And I don't know what the tradition is behind it. If it's like supposed to be goofy. Good luck. or But it's not cute. And I'm a bride. It's my wedding day. You're messing up my makeup, my eyelashes. I would be furious. What about when you go to feed the cake and you like just kind of mash it up to their mouth a little bit? No. Oh, and see, in this, this day and age, you can get arrested for assault if you throw a piece of food at somebody. You can. And so you're thinking about this wedding, this marriage is starting with an assault. With cake. And one eye. And oh, can you imagine cool. you lost an eye to a Mm-mm. cake? Mm-mm. You'd have to make up a different story. Oh, we'd be divorced. <laughs> What's up with the patch cake wedding? Cake. First husband. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> Green Day is going to be at Oracle Park with the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. It's uh, not until September 20th of next year, but we want to get you tickets right now. We're going to do a round of Nothing Personal where we go to a super secret special website. These are real stories of people in or around Sacramento Looking for that lost love. So I need two players. You're going to team with Nikki D. She's very, very good at this game. After the story, you pick up on the hints. They're read very generically on purpose. And you got to tell me man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. All right? 916-909-0985. Of course, whoever has the most points at the end of the segment will win the tickets to go see Green Day and the Pumpkins and Rancid and the Linda Lindas. 916 916- 909-0985. We'll do nothing personal. Need some players. Start lining up first come, first serve. We'll do nothing personal here next. Damn. Hey, girl or dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexist? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Hey, welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D and Nelson. Green Day tickets up for grabs. We'll be with the Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas on the 20th of September at Oracle Park, courtesy of Live Nation. Ticketmaster.com if you want to buy them. All right, let's do a round of nothing personal. We go to our super secret special web. Let me get my players. Andrew in Auburn, how are you? Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. What are you up to? I am actually uh, grabbing some breakfast. Yeah, where at? 
I uh, I'm probably either going to choose between Panera or Starbucks here at this point. That's so. good. Can, can I recommend the Wolfman Jack at Mel's? It is absolutely delicious. You know about the Wolfman Jack? I, I have had it a couple times, yeah. Holy camoles, man. That is a delicious breakfast with a side of OJ and a coffee. Just, I don't know if you got the time. But anyway, let's move on. You got Lacey in Stockton. How are you, Lacey? Good. How are you? Good. Are you hungry? No. Oh, because I was going to say, Andrew's looking for somebody to have breakfast with. I heard he's buying. Oh, I'm pretty he's, far away. That's okay. He's buying. <laughs> Make the trip. It'll only take a couple hours, right? All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's the game. It's called Nothing Personal. We have a super secret special website that we go to. We find real stories of people in and around Sacramento that, you know, had a brush with love and are trying to find that person once again. So Nikki D is going to help both Andrew, you out, and you, Lacey. You, after I read the story, have to tell me man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. You get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, your competition gets to steal, and back and forth we go, Okay. Okay. All right. Andrew, you are first. You're the first person I picked up. Here we go. Nothing personal. My server at Olive Garden, Folsom. Are you in on the all-you-can-eat menu? I've got a never-ending breadstick that's perfectly seasoned. I just know once you get a taste, you'll be a repeat customer. I promise I'm not just a big tipper on the bill. I almost feel bad for your other tables because you were definitely more attentive to my needs. Let me return that favor and wait on you. Hand and foot. Mouth disease. Man man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Nikki and Andrew, about 30 seconds. All right, Andrew, this one's a little tricky. It gave me a lot about who was doing the talking, but not much about who they were talking to. So I'm definitely getting that this was a man that's speaking because he has a never-ending breadstick and a big tip, if you know what I mean. Hell yeah, So I figure he's either going to be talking to a woman or another man. But I'm going to go man for woman. Man for woman, Andrew. Uh, I'm going to agree. You're going to agree. All right. Locking that in, man for woman. Good answer. Yeah. Locking it in, Andrew. Locking it in. Okay. Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, All right. Lacey for the steal. Okay. I'm going to say man for man. Yeah, man for man is my other option. We didn't really have a lot to go on with who the other person was, so... Just got to take a stab in the dark at this one. Man for me. Lacey, have you ever met a man with a never-ending breadstick before? Not yet. (laughs) And here, a little FYI, you never will. (laughs) Sorry, spoiler alert. Man for man, locking that in? Lock it in. That's right. You can refill the basket. No. Yeah, there you go. It's not the size of the breadsticks. It's how many you eat. Yeah. That's what they say. All right, Andrew's down. Lacey's got one. The board is Lacey's. Here we go. Next story. Nothing personal. Winko. Rockland. Wednesday morning. Rockland. Hi. I saw you this morning while shopping at Winco. I commented on your sexy boots. You were so captivating. Based on your cart, you were either a health nut, and based on your body, you weren't skipping the gym either. I'm clearly older than you, but... That didn't seem to stop you from getting a long, hard look at me. After our brief interaction in produce, fate placed you behind me in checkout. Now, if only I could get 
behind you. Let's meet up for a workout of our own. Ear, ear, ear squats. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man or woman for woman. About 30 seconds, you two. All righty. They're in the grocery store. He's commenting that she has on some sexy boots, a nice body, a hard look at me, and I want to be behind you. That gives me man for woman vibes. Is it me? Say what? Is it my turn? Yeah, yeah it's your turn. Lacey and I was like, yeah, I thought she was asking if the that was only- hers. <laughs> yes, I'm like, huh? is this the only thing that threw me off was mm-hmm. when they said that they were older because I guess generally men are older than women. So that kind of makes me feel like it might be a woman and a man or a woman for man. All right. Well, I need oh, an answer. Say a woman for woman. Okay. Go with your gut. What do you got, Lacey? Uh, I'm going to that's a good one too. I'm going to go for woman for man. That's a great answer. Locking it in. Yeah. Yeah. That's wrong. Andrew, listen, Andrew. Ha, ah, Andrew, with the steal and control of the board. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna go with woman for woman. Woman for woman. That's an even better answer. Okay, I'm still thinking it's man for woman though. All right, what do you want to lock in, Andrew? I'm gonna lock in woman for woman. Oh, not alrighty. a not a boy. That's wrong. Well, nobody want to listen to me. Fifty-fifty <laughs> shot. Back to you, Lacey. Your options are man for woman or man for man. Man for man. Lacey, it, it is man for woman. <laughs> if you don't hear me say anything else today, Lacey, it is man uh, for woman. All right, what do you want to go with, Lacey? Man for woman or man for man? Uh, I'm just, all right, fine. Man for woman. All right, lock, lock it, it in. Lock it in. That's right. Why is it so hard for... Because you screwed up the first one. Listen to me. And you don't usually miss. You screwed up. I said the first one was hard. This one was not. We got two people that say, you lie. Okay, fine. That's what they say. That's fine. All right. There you go. Lacey's got two. Andrew, that was a big opportunity for you. But the board is yours, so you can finally get on. Here's uh, here's the next one for you, Andrew. At the co-op Tuesday afternoon, Sacramento, we met near the pre-cooked food. You were the only dish I had on my mind. You asked if I was just me and my dog, which I confirmed. Weird sentence. You suggested that I let you prepare me a meal that I'd never forget. I have no doubt that you could keep my belly full. You bring the meat, and I'll bring the beverage. Don't leave me hungry like a refugee. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. About 30 seconds. Here we go. Andrew and Nikki D, get on the board. All right, Andrew, they're doing pre-cooked food. Um, Someone's offering to prepare a meal. She says, hear me clear, you bring the meat. I think this is a woman talking to a man. Woman for man, Andrew, what do you think? Lock it in, woman for man. (laughs) He's like, I I don't even going to try. (laughs) (laughs) All right, woman for man, locking that in. That's right. Come on, Andrew. (laughs) All right. Running out of time. So, Lacey, you get this right, you win. If not, Andrew will tie, and then uh, we'll go a little long, and he could possibly win the whole shebang. But this one's yours. This is big. Blind Pig Bar, Carmichael. I overheard you own a pool service. I could certainly use a thorough 
servicing. Bring that long pole so you don't miss any hard-to-reach spots. You know, I've got a clogged hose. I'd like you to take a look at it. I've got plenty of lotion to rub you down with and to keep you protected while you work on my pool. <laughs> my wet pool splash. All right, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Man for... <laughs> Pull toys. <laughs> Can't spell jacuzzi without hot pot. <laughs> man for woman, man for man, woman for. Can you imagine if a man talked like that to you all the time? Like, he was just like, let's go. No, I'm driving that. Let's go to the. <laughs> let's go get gas. It's Safeway. It's cheaper. <laughs> Use my hose to pump it real good. Pump. There it is. <laughs> Uh, Why don't you go premium and let me show you a thing or two? Man for woman, man for man, woman for man or woman. As you can tell, I'm really bad at pillow talk. Or woman for woman. All right, this is for the win. What do you got? Okay, there was a lot of talks about poles and clogging of hoses and poles. This is giving me man for man vibes again. Oh, my. I'm I'm thinking man for man. All right. Locking that in for the win? Lock it in. That's right. Let's go. Yes. Andrew, oh, yeah. brother man, we love you. Try uh, tomorrow's another day. Yeah, Friday. Game of Tones. Try back tomorrow for the Green Day tickets if you'd like. Okay, sir? All right. Have a good one, guys. You too. Thank you for listening. We All appreciate right. it. And Lacey, you got the, the tickets for Green Day. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Who are you taking with you? My daughter. Oh, this gets weird now. Okay. Oh, no, because, yeah. okay, she's 13, and she's That's finally still... listening to good music, yeah. so I'm super no, excited. Can't, nah, can't be dirty anymore. Yeah, but I can't read it the way I was going to do it. Like, if you would have said your boyfriend or a friend, like, you know, I can't say. Yeah, really. Lacey's taking her daughter. I mean, that just sounds weird. No, <sighs> can't do that. All right, cops are going to show up. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, enjoy it. Uh, I think that's cool when you get to take your kids. We uh, did a lot of that stuff with our own kids and took them to shows like this, so good for you. Keep the music alive. Alive, yes. I say, alive. Green Day, uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas. Make sure they know all about Rancid, too. September 20th, Oracle Park, okay? Hell yeah, thank you. All right, thank you for listening. Have a great day. I'm going to put you on hold. You get to talk to Kyle. Lucky you. He's in a mood today. He's wearing his professor sweater. Mm-hmm. I think he's got something going on. He'll educate you. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> After a while, Kyle. Ooh. After a while. <laughs> Did you come check out my button-up professor sweater? <laughs> Listen to me talk sports at 10 a.m. Stay after. All right. We need to get an update here. We're all very, very worried and concerned about Nikki D. Mm. If you don't know what's happening, we can do a recap, but just a little short one. She's got things lost in her body, mm. hanging from her body. She's got to change her whole entire lifestyle. I do. We've sent a submarine up there to find the IUD. <laughs> and Sean Connery has yet to come back. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, give us a minute here. Hang on. With all these medical problems on this show, 
think I'm going to put in a request to move us over to the Classic Rock Station. I mean, I'd go over there. Well, I just, you know, we're old. You're falling old. apart. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what you do when you get older. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, I'm good. Nelson's, other than seeing a therapist, mm-hmm. he's good. No, he's not good. He has to have surgery, too. You forgot? What's your surgery? The bat surgery. Well, that is he is he really going to do? It? It's not like your situation. Like, yours is dire. Yeah, but I think he's doing it. I've been hearing him talk to nurses and stuff on the phone. Yeah. Uh, really? So it's yeah. going to be a thing. Yeah, I, I don't want to hijack your conversation, right. but I didn't know that was going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, got a, I got my first appointments at the end of this month. Really? Mm-hmm. It's like a six-month process. Though, so. Yeah, you're going to cheat. Cool. Yeah, I am. Yeah, and you're fine with that. Yes. You can sleep I've tried it. I've tried it not cheating, yeah. and it didn't work. What do you so feel? How do you do feel it. about that? I think that's a good idea. If he knows that he doesn't have the willpower to do it on his own, then get help. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's so you're gonna take that. Yeah, you're gonna take that. You just she just said you don't have the willpower. Would you rather I die? Of course, I don't want you to die. Well, then yes, then I'm gonna sit option. and take it. I just want you to. I want you to get some balls about yourself and say, <laughs> "Hey, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh, gosh darn it, I can do it enough. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm two out of three. I can't should not be in anyone's vocabulary. I have vocabulary. tried and failed. Yeah, I know you have. I've seen it with my own two eyes. No, you have not. I've, yeah, I tried to help you. You failed right in front of me. It was very, very sad times. <laughs> that is true. We did go to the gym, and you lasted well, two sessions. I'm telling you about the time I'm not ever allowed to talk about because it didn't happen. It was in the past when I lost over 100, 100 pounds, and then I packed it all back on. No, so, no, no. I never, look, I never denied you doing that, mm. and I don't. I don't know why you say those things. It's horrible. <laughs> you can talk about it and be proud about it, but you should use that as motivation, but it, and not and not as a fallback of I tried it, I did it, it just didn't work. Well, I'm saying well, you failed. Everybody, everybody falls off the horse, and you got to get back on. Whether you got an addiction or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you just gotta you got you got to know, you got to learn, you got to educate, you got to get be better. And now I'm going to use the the easy route, I guess. He's going to get surgery. You know what I should do? I should move him into my house. And oh, I, and, and I should have him sign over his rights to, well, him. And, and just, you just take over his life. Just, yeah, yeah. He relinquishes all power of saying and doing anything. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about here. Um, <laughs> no. Talk was, about her. Yeah, I was trying to talk about Nikki's surgery and all her stuff going on. So if you missed the other day, this is like serious stuff. I mean, she's got a, a lost uh, metal piece. Uh, IUD. IUD up in there. I believe it's plastic. No. It's plastic. Oh, is it? They make them in metal, though, right? I don't know about that. It's plastic and it has little metal wires. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't have one. Uh, so she's got that and it's lost in space, right? They can't find it. Right. It's not in space. You know, they've been <laughs> flying helicopters with sonar over and everything. They can't find the damn thing. And she's got uh, fibroids. Fibroids. Have an inflamed uterus. Yeah. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you just found this all out in one day. That's the submarine that we sent up there. You can hear it. Yeah. So I, I went to the doctor the other day. I found out that. Diver down. <laughs> Diver down. Oh, my gosh. I found out that my IUD is lost. She can't find the string, so she couldn't get it out. My uterus is inflamed, which means I have possible fibroids, and there was a lump um, on my boobs, so I got to get a mammogram for that. Yeah, that's the one I really, really worry about. So, but you had a follow-up. That's why I'm bringing this back mm-hmm. up. Yesterday, I went for my sonogram. Yeah, okay. And, and, and the captain said what? So I did not know when I went for my sonogram that I was doing two different um, procedures. I thought they were putting the gel on my stomach, 
taking the pictures and seeing what's going on. Well, they had to put a camera inside to look as well. Mm. I was not prepared for that. Yeah, like a so, like a. Like a Nikon? No, it's on the end of a, a pole, Nikon. a pole camera, like, oh, like a you, selfie stick. How like when you get a, a colonoscopy? Don't they stick a pole up there to look? It's a tube. Tube pole. Same oh, so thing. you got the tube cam? Tube cam. Yep, that's oh. what I got. And so when she was, you know, kind of moving it around, it's very awkward because then they want to have small talk with you. But it's like I don't really oh. know you like that. I don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah. Just take your little pictures. Let's get up out of here. Especially when they're talking. Like, how's that feel? No, she didn't do right. that. This she is just... your doctor speaking. <laughs> Make sure you get a lollipop on the way out. So um, when I saw her taking the pictures, she was making these faces. And it was making me wonder, like, like is it bad? Like, what are you looking at? Why are you making the faces? Like cringy pictures? Right, faces? so I asked her, knowing good and well, she wouldn't tell me. So I was like, you know, well, do you see the IUD? And she's like, well, you know, the doctor, he'll be able to tell you if he sees it. Oh, she passed All oh, right. So what I did when she walked out of the room after it was over for me to get dressed, I looked because she left it up on the monitor. Mm-hmm. And I saw a little blue square that was highlighted. So I'm assuming that is the IUD. It's mm. there. And then there was these little red dots that were highlighted, which I think those are the fibroids. So if my doctor skills are right, and I think they are, <laughs> the IUD is definitely there on my right side and the fibroids is three or four of those on the left side girl part right girl part left mm-hmm. yeah so what is, i mean do they so i it? go back next week to see the doctor they send a bunch of small people up there to grab it or what well i gotta have some type of surgery that's the only part i'm not sure of i don't know how the do how they're going to do the surgery what type of surgery it is i just know it's an outpatient surgery so i oh. shouldn't have to stay in the hospital <laughs> yeah. like for days yeah but they told me the same thing when I had my breast reduction. I end up having to stay in the hospital, so I don't know. Yeah. We'll breast see. reduction feels like it's not outpatient. No, it's outpatient. I was supposed to go home the same day, but because they had to take so much out of me, I you, had to stay. You also have to take into consideration some of the people that Nikki deal with. Remember her tax person was in a okay. shopping plaza. No, I'm going to reputable yeah. doctors yeah, this here. Is like, this is her mom's telling her. You remember our neighbor Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> he likes vaginas. <laughs> he could probably find it for you. Where you get that from? <laughs> no, I'm going to reputable doctors here. Thank you very much. Just go back in the back of the Goodwill. That's where he works. No. <laughs> Is it in a strip mall? No. Right it's next not. to the nail salon. In between that and the Chinese restaurant. It was downtown though in, in this, I don't know, not so great part of downtown. And when I went, they were closed for an hour for lunch. Do you ever pick your doctor? Like if you go online, you ever pick your like totally profile the picture? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't think doctors in hospitals understand how important it is to have a good picture and you know possibly change the names you know like there's like you'll sit there and you'll go you know what dr chainsaw smith is not who i'm going with chainsaw. you know like maybe you could have photoshopped the teardrop under his eye but i just don't feel comfortable going to this doctor <laughs> <laughs> and lie to me. No, they're not two years in. They're 22 years in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of experience under, under their belt. Mm. So, yeah, I think I saw what I needed to see on the x-rays. So I'll find out next week for sure what my next step is. Dr. Madison Smith just turned 21 years old and joined our practice this week. And No, no that's no. not going to work. No. 21 years old. So do you need uh, anything from us to hold your hand or something? Not right now. I'll, when I find out later on what's what and who's who, then I'll I'll know what I need or don't need. I'm surprised you didn't ask them to stream it from your Meat Flap app or whatever it is and get <laughs> diamonds. No, they're they're pretty uh, well, HIPAA 
with that, so you can't do yeah, a lot. Yeah, is just office. about protecting you. You know that, right? Like I, stream- uh, yeah, I was only in the medical field for a gazillion years, but doctors' offices are still very particular with your phones inside of there. Okay, well, I'm just saying, I went to a reputable doctor and I streamed my vasectomy, so he'll probably stream his uh, fat surgery. Like, he'll be out. Right? He won't be able to. Stream I would if it. they let me. He yeah. won't be awake. Well, I'm going to need you in the room then. He's not, obviously, he's not going to be holding the camera. I'm saying we could set up. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, yeah. it's an old radio bit. Yeah. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. That and the boob reduction. I mean, it's a whole, it's a it's a gimmick that's been around. For some reason, people like to watch that stuff. Oh, I don't know. I mean, this might be a first with your stuff. I'm not streaming that. Yeah. I mean, like, take us with you. Yeah. On the adventure. Like, let us. We don't need to see it. thousand miles under the sea. That's well, where you want to go. 20,000 leagues up one of those, whatever. Up and down. <laughs> Admiral, I think we found it. Surrounded by three dots. That must be the enemy. It's time to take her down. Close the hatch. Full speed ahead. <laughs> you get through it himself. Fire away. That's him blowing up the fibroids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah get, I got to get through the fibroids. Oh, yeah. First, yeah. Get it. Move forward. Operation IUD. <laughs> but Admiral, it doesn't look anything what we thought it looked like. We must turn back now. It's a British guy. Yeah, I got huh? that. <laughs> he's on the boat with us. I don't he know just why. Came over. Yeah, he's okay. you know, Yeah, he joined he's joined forces. He's the only person that can <laughs> run this submarine. He's only one equipped to do it. Well, in all seriousness, if you do need anything from us, us, you know, to let us know. I will. I should be fine, though. I think it's in and out. You know, our boss asked me the other day, he goes, hey, that, uh, everything he, he thinks that everything we do is fake. Uh-huh. Like, everything we talk about is fake. Like, there's nothing fake, right? No. We're not and that talented. No, we're not. <laughs> not even close. Joke's on you, dude. That or scripted. Like, we don't have time to do any of that stuff. Nope. Uh, or just because we're lazy. But he was like, is that thing with Nikki real? And I go, yeah, it's real. He goes, it's not made up. Like, yeah. No. The night before, and I'm planning the show. I'm like, you know what? I think would be a great bit. Yeah. Let's talk about Nikki D's vagina and what's lost in there. <laughs> <Right>. maybe, <laughs> maybe he means the sonar thing. The captain's not real. The captain's fake. Submarine's fake. Right. Uh, if yes. I, the the sonar is not. That's the comedy part portion okay. of it. Yeah, yeah. Her vagina is real. The situation is real. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what you have to explain anymore. Her innards are real. The, my IUD is really lost. The the, the I really got lumps. The bari- I really have lumps under my arms. This is all real. Money pit on Oak Island, real. Like we're searching for that <laughs> <laughs> with Nikki D. <laughs> so if I have to explain that to everybody, I don't have a problem doing that. Mm-hmm. It kind of takes away from the fun, but I will. All right, uh, third round of yeah, third round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you why a cruise turned into a nightmare and what state is suing over license plates. All right, let's get you those two big stories uh, from today. Learn you a little something here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, friends, your third round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air, 530-GOOD-AIR. That's the phone number. You should use it. All right, Nikki D. For 100 passengers, smooth sailing turned into a rocky road, H5. There's no way around this one. We went directly into that storm and sailed through it. And starting at 7 p.m., the sea turned violent. It sounded like the, the ship split in two. We were flying blind with our lives in someone else's hands. <laughs> 
That's actually that's actually the doctor from yesterday's visit with Nikki D. When oh. they, <laughs> what are you all? Thinking? No, just because the, you looked at me at the exact same time, and it was like, is that? Oh, you forgot to beep it. Yeah, and I was like, hold on, it wasn't my audio. No, no, no. The ship, ship that's split what she in, said. She said split in two. She's now, got a heavy accent. In that accent, you could hear a doctor saying, well, the S split in two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, you know what I mean? Like, If you're in Brooklyn. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand passengers on board a cruise ship that was hit in oh. storms that injured 100 people in the mm. Bay of Biscay is notorious for its treacherous weather and high waves. They were on the final leg of a 14-day trip when they went into this storm. Um, the ship came to an abrupt halt is what happened, and people just went flying. And the people that were in, like, the dining room area got the brunt of the injuries because one lady said tables were falling on her, things coming off of shelves was falling onto her, and this was an elderly couple. So they've since pulled back into shore. Only thing the cruise ship has offered is an apology. Yeah, because it's an act of God. Yep. They don't have to do anything. I've been in that situation, and you think, well, you're on a cruise ship. That's great. You know, nothing can hurt you. Dude, it's horrible. I was stuck on, like, kind of a watered-down cruise ship. This was back in the 90s. We are uh, sailing from Miami to um, a free port in the Bahamas, and uh, they, they they warned us before we got on. We were just dumb kids, a bunch of college kids, and it was like five to 15-foot swells. And I was like, swell? I don't even know what that means. Swell, that's great. Yeah, great, fantastic. So we get on, and we get stuck out at sea, and it, like I was, I locked myself in this booth in the kitchen. I've told this story before. I've locked myself in this booth in the kitchen, and for it felt like hours. I would just say to myself, Big sky, big water, big sky, big water. Because that's all you would see in the window. The water, the boat was was, you know, bouncing back and forth so bad. And then when we get there, they wouldn't let us port because it was too nasty. So we Mm -hmm. had to come back to Miami, back through the storm. Went to Miami, they wouldn't let us port because the pilot boat wasn't working. So we went back to Miami. So we lose like a day or whatever. I mean, to the Bahamas. We finally get there and it was beautiful, but the entire trip back and forth was like people were puking in the hallways. Rough seas oh. is the absolute worst. I spent six hours one time just throwing up constantly. I didn't even have anything left to throw up. I was on the the um the deck and I could not leave because of the storm and you know the conditions we were in and I just had to take it. So they just kept bringing me buckets. So in the in the Ooh. navy, yeah, when I was in the navy. But yeah, those boats probably can go through those storms pretty good. It's the same as a cruise ship. We really? don't go through them any better. Like when you have to weather the storm, it's bad. And when you're on a smaller ship, my second ship was the one that I got really sick on because my first ship was bigger. So it wasn't as bad. But a smaller ship, it's worse. Yeah. I still think I'd feel safer on a military vessel than a cruise ship. <laughs> He's like, Nikki, why don't you stay up there? You know, we'll just make watch the water for us. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I had to do, I had to stay in my watch. I could not leave. All right, second story. South Dakota is not playing about their vanity rights. H6. Maybe you've owned one. You've definitely seen some around vanity plates. And while you may think that if you pay for a personalized license plate, you can put whatever you want on it, well, the state of South Dakota can turn you down if it finds your plate to be offensive or, quote, in poor taste. The American Civil Liberties Union of South Dakota announced this week that it's suing South Dakota over a state law that does restrict contents on vanity plates. Now, this law went into effect, I think, in 2022. And basically, if the state deems whatever it is you're trying to put on your vanity plate is offensive and they get to choose what's offensive or not, then they can turn you down. 
Uh, this person there wanted to put res weed on their plates, which was the name of their business. And the state said, no, you can't do it. So that's why this lawsuit is going forth, because this person wants to ha be able to put this on their plate. Well, then they came back and said that he can do it, but they're still suing because at any point they can come back again and say, yep. nope, can't have it. There's a certain person with a specialty plate. I've never been a fan of the specialty plate. Of you a know, vanity plate. I like them. Yeah. You know, it's, I like trying to guess what they mean. Uh, well, maybe that, but it's like, you know, I'm. The, the put yourself over plates. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't mind you doing your business. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that, you know, you get people making decisions. And this is what happens. This is when adults turn into kids. When you have people making decisions based off of how they feel. Right. You know, like this is kind of silly because it's the man's company. It's mm -hmm. legit. Mm -hmm. Now, if he had something, you know, racist or in poor taste or something that a child shouldn't right. say. Right. You know, that's a little bit different. Something vulgar. But you got some, you know, blue haired in there going. That's just horrible. We're not put. She probably didn't have a problem with weed. She probably thought it was like in the garden. She probably res. She probably thought that was some dirty word. <laughs> res. You know what I mean? Um, if you want to know what's going to happen in 2024, I guess we can take the advice of the blind mystic Baba Vanga. Have you guys heard of Baba Vanga? Not I have one not. Time? All right. Well, I'll give you a little rundown on who she is. But over time, she's kind of like the modern day Nostradamus. Do you buy into Nostradamus? Yes. Okay. Uh, you know I buy into prophecy, period. Right. You know, now they say the oracles from back in the day, they weren't what we thought they were. They were high because mm -hmm. they were in these different caves and the gases from the earth were coming up, yep. putting them in a psychedelic kind of world. And they just start spewing stuff and some of them would hit and some of them wouldn't. Now, it's Papa Vanga. I don't Vanga. I don't think is Baba. Baba. What did I say? Papa. You said Papa. 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 She not a Papa. Papa Roach's side Papa. band. Is that it? Yeah. So anyway, uh, her predictions have come out for 2024. And as you could probably assume, most predictions are never good. They're always bad. You ever notice yeah. that? They're always yeah. bad. Oh, yeah. But there is a good one. There is one good one I'll throw in here. All right. Give us a minute. Hang on. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle, thanks for your help today as he goes down the hall to do a sportsy show here at 10. Predictions. Nostradamus, obviously, the king of predictions and his quatrains. Whether you buy into them or not, and it's always funny to uh, hear a debate or get into a debate with somebody that's very pro, I believe, Nostradamus mm -hmm. and the anti-Nostradamus. I'm not saying who's right and who's wrong. It's just always a, a, an interesting debate to see him go back and forth when trying to either defend or trash. You know, it's like, well, you know, because he one of his predictions was 9-11. Uh, uh -huh. And the quatrainery, I don't know what the exact wordage is, verbiage, but it's something, you know, the fire from the sky and the towers of the new city and that kind of thing. Right. You know, like, that's pretty damn close, dude. You did that like a couple hundred years ago. You know, that's, I'll give you that one, you know, to come that close. So there's this blind mystic. I don't know if you're familiar with her, Papa Vanga or Baba. I keep saying Papa. Baba. 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 Baba Vanga. And um, it's a uh, soothsayer born in 1911, blind, uh, it was like Bulgaria or something, right? I don't even know where she's from. She's, she, she's not from Sacramento, just heads up. Mm -hmm. uh, and when she was a kid, she went blind after a tornado lifted her into the air and threw her into a field, which injured her eyes. Mm -hmm. So like, dude, you're perfect to have this role. <laughs> you know, you got, you're like the, uh, you're like the witch in Beastmaster. Mm -hmm. You know, they can't, they can barely see or Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. You know, they always have that weird eye. So it was at that time when she supposedly received her powers of clairvoyance. She was so good at it over the years, actually world leaders would consult with her. 
You know, I mean, law enforcement consults with psychics. Mediums, yeah. yep. Mediums. Help solve crimes. Right? Why not? All the help you can get. She has been credited with correctly predicting World War II, the breakup of the Soviet Union, the disaster in Chernobyl, Princess Diana's death, the attacks of 9-11. I guess everybody saw that coming but us, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes us yeah. makes us look really bad. Yeah. People were per, people people knew about that hundreds of years ago. We didn't know yeah. about it until afterwards. Brexit, the election of uh, President Obama. Uh, a lot of these prediction people predicted President. Obama. See now, like if you wanted to be the pessimist, if you want to look on the like the the naysayer of this, you're like, okay, well, eventually the United States will have an African-American president. Yeah, but they predicted, like, what year he would be president. Not that we would have one, because that's broad. And any political prediction, that's like Illuminati stuff. Uh-huh. Like, if you're able to say somebody's going to be in that chair so many years prior, mm-hmm. that just totally opens up a whole new, you know, like, oh, the eye on top of the pyramid really speaks. Uh-huh. You know, that kind of thing. But like, there was a there was a guy who, in a novel in 1968, wrote that America in 2010 will be run by President Obomi. Obomi. Oh. So that's not the Baba. She didn't do that one. This is a guy named John Brunner. Well, this chick's not alive, but I guess her predictions still live. Mm-hmm. Because what it was, she told them to people, and the people she told them to wrote them down and, and wrote books. She never actually wrote a book or wrote her predictions anywhere. She just spoke them out loud to people. And she allegedly predicted her death in August of 1996, August 11th, when she was 84. I, I don't buy into people predicting their death because... Technically, you have total control over that. I mean, if you really I mean, want to go all out as a soothsayer and predict mm-hmm. your death and be like, you know, my time is August 11th. They, you know, that's good. I'll be out then. Yeah, but no, you have to give them credit if they don't die by suicide. If they predict their deaths, the date, and they die naturally, they predicted it. Uh, here are some of her, or here are her predictions for 2024. Uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin who actually some already think is dead, Mm -hmm. will be assassinated by someone from his own country. Really? They're keeping it under wraps right now. Oh, what, he's dead? Yeah. You know this. You say that like you. Wow. Bushki, bushki, my friends over. (laughs) They tell me things. (laughs) They don't want us to know. He's already out of there. See, now this changes it that you said that, Nikki. Like that she had told, like she didn't write these down. So she told it to somebody and somebody that sees the war over there goes, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's not the hardest. I mean, that's not the most far out prediction ever. But when did they write it down? They had to have written it down years in 96. Ago. Right. They wrote it down years ago. They didn't write it so down recently. How many more years of these predictions does she have? You know what I mean? Like, can we see next year's stuff? Oh, see, now that I don't know. They don't say how far out her predictions go. That leads me to believe they're making them up every year. That's that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, it's it's that time again. She told us to only release them on the, uh, on the 9th of November. Right. When you've got all the information throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Bed Bath and Beyond closing this year. You know? <laughs> and How I can she know? I can see it coming back as a dot com. Wow, God, that's brilliant. A uh, huge global economic crisis will take place due to geopolitical tensions and oh, economic power shifting from the west to the east. That's pretty broad. Very broad. The stock market will dip. All right, we got to decide if we're like going to take On the angle, or not. like if we're going to take the angle of we believe it or not, because uh-huh. we're just crushing this woman. Okay. So what do you want to do? You want to believe it? You want to be pro? You want to be pro Baba? I'm gonna be no Baba. I'm gonna be pro Baba. Well, you guys can fight over it. Mm -hmm. I'll be in the middle. There will be a rise in cyber attacks with power grids and water treatment plants 
being affected by hackers leading to a national security threat. You yeah. Know, we'll the, give her that. That's the that's the plot line of that Jake Ryan movie or Jack Ryan movie with, with uh what's his name from the office. By the way, Jake Ryan was the heartthrob in 16 yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. You heard him telling Molly Ringwald in the Porsche 944, the cherry red one. Mm-hmm. It was coming. They've been talking about our infrastructure has been uh, susceptible to hacking and breaking down for decades. A rabbit, rabbit, not rabbit, uh-huh. but rabbit, orbit, rabbit, orbit, uh-huh. alteration will affect Earth, causing climate disruption and a spike in radiation levels. I'm not going to give her that one just because I think that's another thing that's been thrown out a lot. Major breakthroughs in quantum computing will occur, accelerating the development of artificial intelligence. Now she's spot on with that. But when did she say these things? And did she say quantum computing? I mean, another thing. Did she say artificial? Well, artificial intelligence has been around for a long time. Yeah, 1987 Terminator. No, before that. She definitely said quantum computing. Now, I will. (laughs) (laughs) You were there. She definitely said that. But I will give you this. Let me hold on a second. This is what I love about (laughs) Nikki. Like, when most people, you know, you hear a lot of this, especially on the radio, like, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always the I think. I, that's why I can't stand like a lot of these sportsy people because right. they're supposed to be experts, but everything they say they think, which is hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Not with Nikki. <laughs> like, She'd be your favorite sports. She caster. doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't even like set it up where I, I'm not. I'm not a professional. I don't know. Nope. I don't know anybody. I'm just my own personal opinion, mm-hmm. and I believe or I think. She's like that's not right, and she <laughs> absolutely said quantum. <laughs> Move on, it sounds Jason. like a total Lizzo situation. <laughs> Jason, just move on now because that is spot on. <laughs> you have to be convincing. If I don't believe it, how am I going to get you to believe it? There you We're go. We're talking about sports right now. <laughs> uh, terrorists will carry out some sort of attack in Europe. I'm sort. I won't give her that one. Oh. <laughs> Old Baba Vanga's rolling, rolling over in her grave right now because we're not giving her the I'm credit. I'm not going to give her that one. <laughs> a big country, in quotes, We'll carry out biological weapons tests or attacks. No. no. And uh, here's the good one. Because they all, like, every prediction's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you know, these uh, these these alleged uh, TikTok time travelers, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we all know they're they're fake, but it does make you think, it's like, maybe one's real, right? But, like, the, they always, they're always like, this is a picture of what we're going to look like. It's never, it's never beautiful. No. They were like, mm-hmm. you know what? We really, we really got our act together in hundred years, and we all figured it out, and we're living happily ever after. You know who does give you all the good predictions? The pastors. Yes, you are mm-hmm. correct. You're gonna have a nice house, big house. You're gonna have a lot of money. But and they'll help you get there. <laughs> well, they but they still give you strife to get there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't let you just get there. Mm-hmm. The only way you're gonna get there is to hook up in that basket I'm putting around. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you're going to have to tie. So here's the, here's the good prediction from Baba Vanga. Uh, sounds like a wrestler. New treatments for incurable diseases, including Alzheimer's disease and a cure for cancer to be revealed. I'm giving her that. Now, I might have to be. I'm giving her I that. I might have to be Baba. Yes, Baba. What mm-hmm. did we say was the other one? I was no Baba. Yeah, yes, Baba. I might be yes, Baba on that one, specifically because Alzheimer's has been. Like talked about recently that they're it's making breakthroughs. It's been a hot button. And Actually, literally, there's a story. I believe yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you sent it to me. Oh yeah, yep. A- about that, they there there's a there's some drug that they're doing. So they're they're in human trials on that. Yeah, and they're in human trials, and they're finding out that it's it's gonna it's gonna hook people up. Here's one for you. This it wasn't a prediction, but this is uh like uh. It's supposed to explain, you said TikTok earlier, it's supposed to explain like the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. In the year 1988, 
a strange phenomenon swept across the globe, one that went unnoticed, a humanity unrecorded extinction. And everything we know today is built on echoes of a lost world and that the universe reset itself. And that's why we're so obsessed with the 80s. And that's why other decades don't get as much love when we look back on them. It was a glitch that the universe fixed on its own. They claim that's the Mandela effect. That's why a bunch of misremembered details are in there. Our collective consciousness is trying to reconcile the inconsistencies between pre and post 1988 reality. I don't know what you just said, but it was I don't so good. Either. I'm sitting over here like, am I the only one? Confused? No, but it was so good. It was, and I want to believe whatever it is. <laughs> like, I love I, the 80s. I, whatever he's saying, I'm like, yes. You yeah. love the 80s because we all died in the 80s. And the we, glitch. That's what he's saying. Oh, yeah. I died in the 80s. And I was Everybody, the, all of humanity died. Oh. And then the universe said, nope, we got to fix that. These guys, these people weren't supposed to die. That's why That's why Poison still tours. <laughs> Because the glitch was fixed. They say the Internet's explosion in the 90s and other technology that we've had in the last 30 years, the reason why it seems like everything's rapidly advancing is because it was supposed to go at a slower pace. But it's, again, the universe trying to right, right the wrong that happened. Well, who came up with this? I just I found it on a, it's a TikTok account. Okay. And it's at, called at, the 1988 Anomaly Theory. At MindF? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that'll get you. Uh-huh. Right? That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah what, how did you have that saved so fast? I just, <laughs> I just had it, and you said something. You said something that Those just triggered me. Facts. Yeah, I got Ooh. a couple more of these. Lester Thomas predicted the Great Fire in 1666 in London. Some dude foretold the earbuds, and see that that kind of stuff. It you know, it's if you're like in the business, and you're like, say, there was one guy that predict. Uh, Nicole, Nicole, Nicola, Nikola, Tesla. Nikola Tesla predicted Wi-Fi and mobile phones in 1909. Mm-hmm. Well, I was about to say he predicted Teslas. <laughs> what? Like the, the band? Yeah, the car. It's all named after him. You know that, right? No. This guy, Tesla. Yes, he's oh, like. I was just joking. No, like all of it is Nikola <laughs> is based on Nikola Tesla. Yes, he's a. Uh, the argument was that his version of electricity would have taken over, but. Uh, What's his name? Light bulb. Edison. Edison. Edison fought. This is a big conspiracy theory. Edison fought to make sure that Tesla wasn't the prevailing uh, theorist. Tesla had power you could beam across a room. So angry about this. Because he's trying to get the facts out fast. And that's why the car. Tesla is an electric car company. Oh, so they did name it after him. Yeah. So I was right. (laughs) Didn't even know it. I didn't hear anything you said. All she heard is that she was right. <laughs> I heard what he said. That's great. A guy beamed some light across the room. My man just threw out all kinds of knowledge. <laughs> and all you heard was, okay, all she had to do was say I was right. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh he's, so, he's over here sweating. He's got holes in his shirt. He's, he's passionate. In he's face. reading off of his TikTok. He's like... <laughs> Spewing information and nigga didn't hear a thing. <laughs> you could have shortened that up. We're, we're like, we've got a break. <laughs> we do. You know, like not for nothing. I don't mean to be a consultant or anything, but you could have got that done in like 10 seconds and just said I was right. <laughs> I was. <laughs> He's angry now. Just, I don't even know what to say. If it makes you feel any better, I enjoyed whatever it is that you just did. <laughs> Thank you. He Thank doesn't you. know what it was either, though. But I got a lot out of it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie The Prestige? Yeah. The, the magic no. movie? Yeah. That's who 
uh, what's his name? Wolverine goes to see. Yeah. That's the man who made the machine that doubles him. It I, was Nikola Tesla. Okay, I'm with you. You don't have to yell at me. We know he made Tesla. We got it. So angry. I mean, he didn't make... Boom. I'm right. Did he give birth to... Are you saying he gave birth to Elon Musk? <laughs> yes, that's absolutely correct. <laughs> he the daddy. He so, the daddy. <laughs> so why isn't Elon's last name Tesla? Well, they don't want you to know. Mm. Did he also do the signs, signs, ever the signs? He wrote it, yeah. <laughs> Love song, all that good stuff. <laughs> I got to tell you, this show is extremely educational. It is. People yeah. learn so much daily. All right, 916-909, including us. <laughs> right. Especially us, actually. Yeah. But do you? <laughs> we do. We know the man beamed the light. I mean, if you take any... <laughs> you can't say to beam the light. It's electricity. Yeah. That's the reason why the Kings win. <laughs> he lit the beam. the beam. If it weren't for him... They wouldn't be lighting a the beam. They wouldn't have been in the playoffs last like year. Hey. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. See that new Bob Marley movie coming out? You seen the- yes. I- yes, and it looks so good. Cannot wait to see that. Yeah, whoever they have playing him, at least in the trailer, does a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. It, was like it looks our- intense. Yeah, I mean, you know, every I don't think there's a person that does not like Bob Marley. Right. And the message and the style and, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, how much do you know about that? Like, I was going to say, who knows the true backstory of everything, the ins and outs, because I don't. Right, me neither. And I saw the trailer. I forget we were going to watch. I'm like, God, this looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea about all the, you know, the war and all that kind of stuff. Did and, it come on to see yes. that extremely long movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's probably what it was. Yes. Yeah, that was the name of the movie, extremely Ugh. long movie. Oh. That's well done. What was it called? Something Flowers? It was called uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. It was a fantastic film. Horrible film. One of the best in cinematic history. Never. Cinema. What? Never want to see that movie again. It was true cinema. It was. It was true. None it was of a, this. Who's uh, going to watch that movie twice? Nobody. Not a one time. I am. I already have. No, you're not. I have to watch the whole movie. <laughs> no, you're not. Right. Mat- we fell asleep. No, I go matinee each and every day. Sure you oh, do. My <laughs> God. See, that's the difference between us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that? Is that I like to go see a very good film. Mm. You want something very disposable. I want something fun. I want something I'll watch multiple times. Yeah. Well, this you can, you, you can watch that multiple times. You cannot. Hey, John. John, John, John. John. Hey, brother. You there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? I'm good, sir. What can we do for you? I was wondering if you knew what. Why is there a statue of Nikola Tesla at Niagara Falls? Why is there a statue of this dude there? I have no idea. I did not know there was one. Is there like? Did you ever hear? Did you know that Niagara Falls shuts down at night? Okay. Do you know why it shuts down at night? Why? No. Well, because uh, the water is diverted to a, a power plant that Nikola Tesla created. I didn't know to that. Power New York. Really? No, I'm just kidding with you, man. So joke. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> why would they shut the whole time I thought he was telling they, the truth. Well, it doesn't make any sense because why would they yeah. shut the fall off? This is the first mm-hmm. bit. This is, a, this is our first time getting bit it by a listener. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you? Hey, hey bro, you, you could have told me I anything. On, I was on hold for like 15 minutes. I think you guys would Google it. Yeah, no, I have no, no idea what you're gonna say. Only I knew what you were saying, and I didn't Google because I believed you. Oh my and, god! And, in and, Ni- and Nikki and I, John, to be quite honest with you, after Nelson's little rant about this, te- like we're talking about this Baba Vanga, the predictions, and then Nelson starts going off on this Tesla Long guy, line. 
and just starts feeding all this information. We see the phones light up, and we're like, oh, God, we screwed something up. And uh, But I don't know. Anyway, all right, thanks, dude. That was good. Anytime. Do that. I like stuff like that. Cool. <laughs> Because then we're in this room. Like, we couldn't couldn't debate the guy. No, right. had no, no idea, idea what he's talking about. Wow. Nelson. Dynamite. Okay, I honestly thought he was telling the truth, too. Yeah, see, look, he, he bit at you out, too. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing is when we don't hear from you for a while, people on our social media get worried about you. They do. Wait, Really? Yeah, that's a true story. You can. I, I hope that you follow us on so. Do you have social media? Well, I saw your YouTube channel, and I was featured on a couple of YouTube shorts. Yeah, well, it's all about you. It's featured. <laughs> well, thanks. So thank you for that. You're welcome. But, I mean, if you don't come on for a couple days because of your situation where you're locked in your room and your mother doesn't feed you as often as she should, people get worried about you. So it's like we're your um, wellness check station. Oh. Hmm. So well, underwhelmed. Yeah, I know. So you think if somebody and honestly, when I when I saw the YouTube channel, you guys are not as old that what I pictured you guys to be. Whoa, not, what does that mean? Not as old. I thought he said old too, but I think he meant to say not at all what he pictured us to be. Uh, what did you picture Nikki D looking like? Like a thin, good-looking girl. And and what a, what did I look like to you? Wow. <laughs> uh, well, what I saw on the YouTube channel, you were. Kind of chunky. Oh, and, and you didn't think I was still beautiful? <laughs> wow. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did, or and no, you didn't? I did. Oh, goodness. Oh, so, so he thought I was thin. He found out I was fat. He's heartbroken. Okay. Okay, what so, else? So, well, that, that, well, hold, on, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Hold on. For a second. Hold on. Th- let's look at the positives. What's okay. positive? I'm an optimist. Your voice sounds skinny. <laughs> oh, my Yeah, and I thought I thought Jason was uh, kind of was a kind of chunky. That's negative, right? I sound fat, but you look skinny. But what what was I? What you thought I looked like? No, you were kind of you were skinny. I was well, okay. That's and I didn't picture Nelson to be so fat. Gosh, um, dinosaur Mike, are you like Nelson? Yeah, you thought Nelson was what? I thought Nelson was a skinny guy. Right. Then you must not I listen give, to him call himself fat give, like multiple times. I give myself big skinny energy. Well, we really played you, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I'm sorry if I sounded rude or no, 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 no. The no. only person he thought was fat was you. Yeah, but yeah. me and Nelson, he thought we were skinny. So really, yeah. I'm the only one that should be offended. Mm-hmm. I feel well, like we I'm all sorry. should be offended. No, 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 because I sound fat. Mm-hmm. I guess according <laughs> to Dino Mike. You guys look fat. I sound fat. Fair. So it sounds good. Hey, you sound <laughs> We're going to start marketing a new diet where we're going to we're going we're to teach you to sound skinny. <laughs> what have I done? Don't don't post anything on social media. Just do audio. I tell, yeah. you, I tell you what you've done, Dynamite. You've made the YouTube short today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. for sure. Well I, can't wait, well, I can't wait to see it when I go to school, to, when I go to college today. <laughs> okay, well, let's reverse this because I don't think we've seen Dynamite. Hey, we have not. Yeah, we want to know what you look like. Okay, well, before he tells us, let's. Uh, I can tell you what I think he looks like. Scrawny. I think you look scrawny, pale because not much sunlight. For sure, pale. Dark, thick black hair. And he has yeah. glasses. Uh, no glasses. 
Well, I don't think he has glasses. I think he has glasses. I don't think he has glasses. No, I don't have glasses. Well, hold on. And I was going to say no glasses anyway. So. Uh, and you wear, like, your clothes are real tight, but not on purpose. It's just that you haven't gotten new ones in a while. And he wears flannel. No, T-shirts. No flannel. T-shirts and <clears throat> jeans. T-shirts, stained T-shirts. Dirty tennis shoes? Yes. Any okay. tennis shoes. All right, are we close? Well, you're close on some of the things, but some of the things. Like no. what? What did we What did we get right? Well, I do have black hair, and I don't have glasses. Well, skinny. And, um, yes, I am kind of skinny, but a little chunky. Yeah, almost mm-hmm. unhealthy because he doesn't can't eat. And you wear, I think you wear a lot of jeans. No, I usually wear a lot of sweatpants. A lot of sweatpants. Well, that's what the kids are wearing these days. And you wear tidy whiteies. You don't wear fancy underwear. You wear tidy whiteies. <laughs> right? Yes. No, I wear boxers. Oh, okay. Who got you one. into boxers? It's just age. Mm-hmm. Age. I would have never thought it's that he would have made that decision on, himself, on yeah. his own. You know, when you reach 18, it's time for boxers. Right. Mm, God. That's what I said. Uh, well, you know, I think we all appreciate your honesty. <laughs> and if you want to get over to market, you just, you know, because you can't see our faces. We do radio. This is an audible business. Um, so if that's how we portray ourselves, old Fat Bailey here and skinny talking Nikki and thin, uh, thin, thin voice Nelson, mm-hmm. then that's the show. And so be it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I have a YouTube channel, too. I don't know what that has anything to do with what I just yeah, said. No, he he was, wants to go look at him wants, on his YouTube channel. You, are you on your YouTube channel? Because I'll, I'll be your biggest fan. I want to follow his every motion. You, you, what, what is it called? At Dino Mike? No, it's called DJ Dalmatian Official. Whoa. DJ Dalmatian. Oh, <laughs> you know what? That Whoa. totally tracks. Totally. I don't know why, but it totally tracks. All right, get to school. Right. Hey, get to school. Get to school, meet a girl. Uh, don't say the things you just said to Nikki. Ever. Ever to a girl, and uh, and best of luck. But keep in contact because people get worried about you, okay? Okay, I will. I'll try. All right, give me a growl. Growl. Nah, give me a big one. Give, give us me, a chunky growl. Give me a dinosaur <laughs> mic. <laughs> there you go. Oh, boy. All right, take care. See you later. You see you, too. All right, bye-bye. You know, hmm. I've been doing this for a long time. And I've I've over the years had people, (laughs) a lot of people, usually. Actually, I had somebody not that long, uh, just the other day, so you don't sound like you look. So I get that a lot. But I've never had the entire show, including (laughs) myself, described like that before. Me either. You know. That was the first. I mean, there's something in this business called character building, like Uh in television, you know. Like today Uh we got got a meeting with, you know, the the guy that's going to tell us everything we're doing wrong. He should love that segment. That's you can't get better character no. building versus having, you know, a, a P one call up and say you sound fat, you sound skinny, and you sound fat. Yeah. <laughs> and until you just said that right now, I've sat here all day today thinking today was Wednesday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah. That's why this is happening to me because I'm off. I'm off days. You're off days. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you lose stuff up inside you. Or when you, you get lose fat track of times, but sound skinny. You, you're you're not. Fix your brain. Yeah, I think you should harp on the you sound skinny part of it. Because the other part's not nice, right? <laughs> well, but he also was like, well, I thought you were thin and beautiful. It turns out right. you're chunky. <laughs> I love the use of chunky, by the way. Chunky is not thrown out enough. So what's your girlfriend your look like? She sounds skinny. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yeah. You listen to her voice, you'd think she had a BMI of 25. I've been talking with this girl online, and <laughs> I can hear her losing weight. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh I think you sound yeah, I'll get it, I'll get it. I think you, this time. We I, got time. I think I think you, I think you sound too skinny. Can you change your voice and put on some weight? Right? That's how this works. Right. I guess so. It's very fascinating. Put in to me. And I sound fat. Blah. Four to five rounds. But you look skinny. Doesn't matter, you can't see me, you just sound fat. Yeah, you look skinny. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm going to tell you what new drug may help me lose some weight. And Oh, that's good. That's kind of topical. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you where a 200-pound snake was found. Well, I can tell you <laughs> where it wasn't found. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's me the whole show. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. All right, hold on for a second. Cheryl in Sacramento. Good morning to you, Cheryl. Good morning to you, too. Uh, this fat Jason voice. How are you? A Jason voice. This Please. F- <laughs> fat Jason voice. That's what it is. What can we do for you quickly? We got to do headlines. I called you. I was listening to you guys yesterday, and I called to ask Nelson if he would um, tutor my grandson in math. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to pay him? Yeah, well, yeah. He needs money. Well, I'm kind of bro- poor, but, you know. Can I move in? I'll give him what I can. Yeah, sure. Well, hold on. Let's ex- hold on for a second. Let's exchange services. What kind of grandma are you? Uh, no, I'm a grandma, grandma, and I am married. That's not, he would sleep on the couch. <laughs> That's, oh, my God. You have a dirty mind. That was not what I was thinking. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's you what I was thinking. What you, were thinking. you are a f- no. filthy-minded grandmother. I'm a, good, I'm a good grandma. I'm a very good grandma, but I don't know the new math, and it's, a, it's really a struggle. But I'm kidding around. I'm going to take him to the library by my house for tutoring. No, you're not. Here's what you're going to do. Okay. How old, okay. How old's your grandkid? He's 11 years old. He, he, what's his name? His name is Mason. Mason. All right. I'm uh, raising him. Yeah. Okay. Rhymes with Jason. Yeah, I'm a very good grandma. Okay. Good kid. Look, here's the deal. Uh, when it's mm-hmm. convenient for Mason and you, tomorrow morning, you call uh-huh. us with a math problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And really? You, yeah, really. You call us. Just make sure it's at a good time. We'll take you earlier the better. Uh-huh. And Nelson will help Mason out on the air. And uh, we oh, can... he's a... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but he's at my daughter's house for the night. I mean... So... Can we do it Friday morning? That's oh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Friday morning. Yeah, that's yes. tomorrow. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, well, I will be calling you the math problem, okay? Excellent. You get your day straight, grab maybe, a calendar. Maybe and I just need to help Grandma. <laughs> you know, she can help him. Yeah, and then we're then you call back about an hour later, and we'll help you out with days and explain how they work, like Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, we should <laughs> Thank you. And then we're going to have you stop smoking. And we're going to get somebody hooked on you. How do you know I smoke? Um, Come on. You have to know that. It was a lucky guess. You you laugh. I smoke smoke both. (laughs) (laughs) She's a good grandma. No, grandma, grandma, you laugh palm all. Do you know what that means? I laugh palm all. Yeah, you laugh palm all. 
You really? Can, yeah, like this. That's horrible. Well, it's, it's it's not horrible. It's just it's a thing. I mean, yeah. I think everybody listening going, really? We we heard it too, guys. <laughs> you know, it's just a, it's yeah, a certain it's a certain laugh. Just, anyway, we got to oh. run. All right. Okay, I adore you guys. We adore you. you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You Thank and Mason. You. All right. I'll see you. Oops. 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 All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good How guys. Huh? How can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Same way Dino Mike can tell that I'm fat voice. <laughs> you're skinny voice. Uh, thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. All right, Nikki D. We may soon have a new drug goat. Eight seven. Is this likely to be the biggest selling drug of all time? We think it has a very, very strong shot of being the, the, the biggest drug uh, of all time. NBC reports the FDA approved Eli Lilly's Zebbound. This drug helped people lose weight, also that have diabetes, 22.5% of their body weight loss. Um, they're moving on now, of course, to the, the human trials of this. This is the third phase, and this is supposed to outsell Ozempic, the Wegovy, all these other medications. This is looking to be the biggest weight loss drug of all time because it's going to be able to do nearly exactly the same thing as the bariatric surgery does. But what I hate when I hear stories like this, they never, well, if they did, you're not saying it. They never add, you have to still diet and exercise. No, they did There's not add that. no such thing as a drug that you take that's healthy that you lose weight without diet and exercise. The idea is the drug will make you diet. Yes, it either contracts your stomach, mm-hmm. it, it uh, d- depress not depresses, um, suppresses. suppresses your appetite. Yes, that's what all of these drugs do. Right. That's what warm water does at night. So if you're hungry late at night, you shouldn't be eating before you go to bed. Take some sips. Don't down, but take because you got to go pee-pees. But take some sips of warm water that will suppress your appetite. You know, But that's what drives me nuts because, yes, there are plenty HCGs out there. Uh, semaglutides out there, you know, all these different ways that you can lose weight and they work. I buy into it. You find the one that works for you, but you got to diet and exercise afterwards or it's pointless. Mm-hmm. You know, same with when you had the surgery, just because you had the surgery, you're going to have all this flappy skin. I what are you going to do with it? Certain more surgery. See, they, <laughs> surgery, surgery, and more surgery. You know, I wish that I weighed what you weigh. No, you don't. I would turn that into muscle, and I'd be a beast. No, no, it doesn't no, just you turn into that. muscle. It does turn. If you work out, it turns into muscle. You eat right, it turns into muscle. Look at Ethan Souple. Perfect example. He was probably just well. He was. He was just as big, if not bigger, than you. You know, who Ethan Souple. Is? I don't. Um, in the movie Blow with Johnny Depp. He was oh, in, the guy from American History X. Yeah. American History Remember the Titans? Yeah, and then he went on. He My name is Earl. And was in Earl when he was skinny. Go look at what he looks like now. Yeah. He is a beast, and he was just as big, if not bigger, than you. Yeah, and I he, would say he's bigger than me. And he did it all through diet and exercise. And maybe probably some drugs. You know, sir, I'm sure. Well, yeah, he definitely had a, uh, a, a heroin problem, so. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, like I've like just got done listening to him talk about him going, getting to a new gig, and then finding a new dealer in the area. Okay, no. that will make you lose weight for sure. Well, what does that tell you? Heroin is the answer. That's the answer. Okay. Do heroin. It worked for Ethan. I did not know about <laughs> I didn't, heroin. Yeah, he, I mean, he had a drug problem. I'm not saying the drug problem is why he lost all the weight. Uh, he's a, like, you follow him on social media. He's in the gym all the time. He's working mm-hmm. out. All right, second story. FYI, this next clip is about a snake. F8. Oh. I grabbed her by the head, which is was the equivalent of the size of a football, and uh, stretched her in one direction. My son stretched her in the other, and 
the other three guys jumped on top of her. Your story is about a snake. I'm glad you did. That's, yeah, that's I had to because sometimes good. people get offended. Mm-hmm. A group of python hunters in Florida's Big Cypress National Preserve banded together, and they caught a 17-foot snake that tipped the scales at 198 pounds. And we've talked about this several times uh, of how they have it legal in Florida yeah. to go out in the Everglades and hunt these big snakes and get rid of them because they're messing up the ecosystem or some kind of system. right but this this correct but this yeah. one i think was closer to central florida they're finding them coming more north oh in the state which is which is real bad you know yeah not uh, good at all like when i lived there and i lived in central florida for 17 years uh, we didn't have a python problem you know but even when i grew you know in the 80s we didn't have an iguana problem we didn't have a python problem at all mm-hmm. so i mean the, the the rumor is is you blame hurricane andrew a 20 inch python problem <laughs> wasn't until I was 25 until it had a python problem. <laughs> That's when they really got big. Uh it, we didn't have we didn't have iguanas, we didn't have that, but supposedly Hurricane Andrew blew the zoos and all the animals escaped and mm-hmm. that's supposedly the story behind why why there's a problem. But they're like all over the place. And these I would people freak out if I saw a snake that big. Well, they're not poisonous. I like snakes, but I was that would scare me. They're not poisonous. That's venomous. the thing. Venomous. They're not venomous. No, but if they wrapped you up, they'd kill you. Yeah, but they maybe don't. You. They don't kill people. They usually don't kill like babies, maybe, but they don't kill people. Yeah, but still, do you want to see a two hundred pound snake just on the side of your nope. house? <clears throat> Be a dead snake. Yeah, it, yeah, but don't post it on social media because you get the snake lovers. <laughs> I've been there, done that. Hey, look, I almost stepped on this really big copperhead, but I was able to kill it. Why did you have to kill God's creatures? He did mm-hmm. nothing to you. Why don't you just relocate him somewhere where there's other snakes oh, yeah. that he can play with? Just grab him with your hand. Shut up. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Got stuff on the text machine? A little bit. All right. Well, if you got something for the text machine, 916-909-0985, all the same stuff. You got something good? If not, we'll roll some credits and get out of here for a Thursday. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Thanks to Kyle uh, for helping us out once again. Uh, your big fat bribe song of the day as that promotion continues, which means $500 if you're caller 18. When you hear the song, today's song is Pat Benatar in Heartbreaker. So 916-909-0985. That's the number you should have handy in your phone. So when you hear it, uh, you'll be calling and you win. You know, we had a winner early. We will have a winner tomorrow, too. But there's going to be another opportunity uh, later on today. You got anyone on the text machine you want to send? Yes. Are there going to be any more chances for Green Day tickets next week, too? No. No, there will not be, Move on. unfortunately. Next question. Did you know that Jeff Keith and Frank live in Roseville, Granite Bay, Sacramento area? Yes. I, I knew they lived here from Tesla. Educated. They're me. tight with Pat Martin. Mm. Like those are boys. And last one says, I want to talk to Dino Mike so he can describe me too. He's hilarious. Mm. Oh, be we, careful what you wish for. Yeah, we went onto his <laughs> YouTube page and he's a character. Be oh yeah. Careful. He's got a lot of videos without his head though. Yes. Oh. There's no there's no yeah. head on there. Uh so it, I love the country music awards. Like I love the country music community. I love the country music genre. They stick together. Uh, for the most part, they stand together and they, you know, think about this, the award shows that are on television, what are the only two genres that have award shows? Well, actually, no, three genres. Um, You have 
the hip hop uh, BT type award, right, like mm-hmm. Source Awards. Yep. Um, you have the Country Music Awards. Two different Country Music right. Awards shows. And then you have the everybody else. No, you have Billboard, you have Pop. Yeah, well, I mean, but like Billboard plays all the rest of the music. But there, like, nothing. My point is, it's nothing rock driven. That's what no. I'm saying. Just There's the no rock Hall of Fame. The, but, <laughs> but even that. But even that. What it, it has. It, it, it now everybody all genres. right. Yes. It's all genres because you know the rock has been taken away from what we want rock to be, mm-hmm. which is just a certain genre of music. But shouldn't rock and roll be an ideal, not necessarily oh, God. A genre of music? But that's what they've done with it anyway. You know what I mean? So like the country music world has really done a good job of hijacking the pop world and the rock world. Like if you were to ask me, the most popular, easiest to follow get along with most interesting is the country music world mm-hmm. because rock stars are there at the cma they want to be a part of it yep. jelly roll is one of the biggest rock artists of 2023 mm-hmm. he's one of the biggest rock artists of country music i mean the guy's been able to do it hardy the same way mm-hmm. pop music like last night at the cma awards post malone performs you know they you know taylor swift came from country yep she made the decision like definitive decision like she came out and said hey look i'm going pop you know, mm-hmm. I remember when that happened. Um, so anyway, I like watching them because they thank country radio. Mm-hmm. They do. They always thank country radio. Rock st- pop stars are the worst. So the most arrogant, self-centered people in the industry. They are, are are puppets being pushed around by somebody. Say, do this, do this, do this, and it's all about them, right? I found out yesterday mm-hmm. they actually give a radio like personality award yeah. at the CMA. I'm a yeah. nom- I'm a nominee. I'm really? A, I am a CMA personality of the year. Small market. Not right. Wow. I yeah. didn't know that until we yesterday win. I saw it. <clears throat> yeah, we were up for one. Yeah, that's how much they appreciate radio. That is yes. So you know, so that's why I enjoy watching these types of shows. I've been to not the CMAs, but the other oh, ACMs. The ACMs. Mm-hmm. I was there. That was the year that I got oh, I was mm-hmm. on TV. On TV on your they phone. They only know how to use the three letters. Uh, yeah. And, ACM, CMA. Yeah, um, what's uh, the Australian guy? Um, You're talking about Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Keith Abin. He was behind me playing guitar, and I didn't know it, and I'm on my phone. I'm still looking for that clip. And everybody's like, look at the Millennial Bailey. Yeah, it was right on him. The camera was right on him. So, anyway, the reason I bring this up, just quickly, last night, CMAs, if you care or not, you know, Lainey Wilson's a big deal in the the world. She's actually a trendsetter for young girls. They're dressing like her wearing it, so it's pretty cool whatnot. Fast Car, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car from back in the day, actually won a CMA like 20 years after the fact, if not longer. Because uh, Luke Combs redid it, yep. but Jelly Roll performed uh, his "Need a Favor," and he came out with Winona Judd, and this is like what everybody's talking about with the award show last night. And she looked—I I don't know if she looked frail. She just she was holding on to Jelly Roll like she was going to fall. She mm-hmm. did, you know. And that woman has gone through a lot, especially yes. the last couple of years, and you know, just the family in general. So the internet goes crazy. What's wrong with Winona Judd? Why? Mm-hmm. I, like I don't know if I've ever seen this. Like I've seen Mick Mars propped up because and, and they told hey, before this tour, mm. Mick Mars is having problems. We're gonna literally prop him up sure. so he can play guitar. She looked like she was about to fall, so she's holding Jelly Roll. And Jelly Roll, the professional that he is, the pro that he is, he's doing a great job getting through the song. And it was emotional because they're you know looking at each other and she's singing. And it was like she felt those words. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she came out today this morning and said hey guys thank you for caring don't worry about it i'm fine i was nervous that doesn't make any sense she's no, been performing for nervous. years i'm nervous for now maybe she was nervous to be around an old uh 
JR. He's the most down-to-earth, humble person you're going to yes. run into. Like, he's the least person that I'd say, oh, he makes me nervous being around him. Uh-huh. No way. Maybe old uh, Jelly Roll made her nervous, made her no. weak in the knees. There it is. Yeah, weak in the knees. All right. Mickey's up next. Enjoy. Uh, give us a like, share, follow on social, and listen to the BS. Uh, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. Our podcast on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, or anywhere you get your podcast. New episodes drop each and every Wednesday outside of the show being put up there. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Ah, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listening.